Hello, guys. Welcome back to Untethered Minds. To Untethered Minds. I was waiting for you to sing it. <laughs> no, I'll just do like a grudge voice. On oh, it. oh, perfect, perfect. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We are talking out of the world again, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Scary is Untethered minds. Untethered minds. Uh, it's so hard making intros. No. Truly. Oh, speaking of, uh, <laughs> did, are we putting a new intro on this one? I think we are. If you Hey, hey, if we put a new intro on it, hopefully you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> the music, the song. The we intro are, song, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the plan is when this goes up, it will have a new intro. Um, new year, new me. So yeah, yeah. So my, I hate saying resolution because everyone's like, oh, resolution. Yeah. Uh, I did see that one meme one time, and I thought it was hilarious. Where the guy was like, "I'm gonna open a uh, a gym called Resolutions." Mm -hmm. After the first month, it turns into a bar. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But um, my goal for 2024 is to be unapologetically me. Mm -hmm. I don't mean be a jerk or douche anybody but um no just you know be strong in my morals my values and not really care what other people say and if they're coming at me with some crazy stuff just laugh at them and say haha you're crazy find jesus you know and then just kind of walk away jesus loves you have the day you deserve (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be my new line so have the day you deserve yeah I think uh, unapologetic is key at this point in time. Right? You know, what do you got to lose? I mean, we, we, we might not have much time left. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to be like doomsday, but. Um, you never know. You never know. You never know. You know, uh, yeah. if they want to get all this stuff done by 2030, I mean, they're going to have to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and with it being election year, it's just kind of. I mean, everyone knows crazy stuff happens during election years, regardless of what side of the fence you're on. Right. So the newest uh, theory that scares the crap out of me. I I have to bring this up because it scares the living crap out of me. Um, is that Ron DeSantis has dropped out, Vivek yep. Ramaswamy has dropped out, and now, and now it's just, just be Nikki Haley, freaking Nikki Haley. And so, what happens if Trump does get indicted and go to jail? Not that I believe it'll happen, but like, what if? <laughs> and then the only person left is Nikki Haley on the Republican ticket because there's no way that Democrats are going to win. But Nikki's like a Democrat. People plan can anyways. re-enter huh? as candidates. People can re-enter as candidates. Yeah, but so, will they at that point? Well, yeah. If there's no Trump. Then it's an open playing field. Yeah. It's open playing field. I guess. And then I would say probably Vivek or DeSantis have the best shot. Yeah. No one likes Nikki Haley. The only reason her numbers are where they're at is because the DNC is pushing her so much. She's horrible. Yeah. So on a completely different note as well, we were just talking about this and I'm like, you know what? This is worth mentioning, I think. We were talking to our guest on this episode who we'll talk about in just a second here um but we were talking to him saying like we've only been able to do so much like we've literally been married for six months been together right. for a year and a half in total right you know whatever that's been yeah we, we, we were just saying we started this four months after meeting yeah <laughs> we had launched a podcast by january 3rd like <clears throat> first episode out january 3rd of last year and we met on august 2nd of the year before yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah not funny that's a four and a half month not even four and a half months well it's just when you know what you want yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's just been like 
a year and a half and it's been very quick but also felt very long like i can't believe we've only been together that long right it's kind of wild it's very wild but uh yeah so fun fact about us um we're still newlyweds in fact we're having an actual wedding next month finally yeah (laughs) i'm so over weddings (laughs) tavis is over me talking about it so But yeah, we'll uh, officially do the wedding and then we are free birds yeah. and we'll have all the time in the world to put out content. Yeah. And um, well, yeah. with it being at the end of the year, holidays, oh your gosh. birthday and then now the wedding it's yeah. just it's been a lot. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of stuff already loaded in the pipeline yeah. that we're going to start pushing out. Um, yeah. So hopefully by the end of february it's going to be consistent like mm-hmm. it used to be mm-hmm. where it was at least you know one full episode a month um right. with tons of content coming out of it yeah uh we're also going to be setting up uh bonus content on patreon uh yeah. different little episodes that aren't the typical kind of episodes that we do yeah. i guess or the conversations that we typically yeah. have so. and then maybe we'll mess around with video too with video. Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. A lot of stuff we want to do. We're working with more people yeah. this year in our space. Yeah. Um, yeah collaborating collaborating a, lot more, a lot. Which takes more time, more energy, more yeah. everything. Yeah. And then, as we always say, we work full-time jobs, multiple jobs. Yeah. Have a family, but have a house. This is the year that we make this the full-time job. We have an 80-pound puppy. Yeah. <laughs> and growing. Do we ever? Oh, yeah. Lots going on in our house, but it is all beautiful and wonderful and great. Thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that in all seriousness. I'm just Uh, tired. Maybe redo that. (laughs) That was really cheesy. I know. It was supposed to be really cheesy. All right. (laughs) I don't know if it's too cheesy. He's like, you're embarrassing yourself, and I'm like, I know. It's okay. Onward and upward. We've been at it for Wayward a while. Wayward son. <laughs> Don't get me singing. So in this last episode, um, part one, we talked a lot about... Food consumption. Yeah. We did talk about the bugs. Agriculture. Yeah. We talked about the disasters last year, like oil spills and Mountain, hazardous materials. Fires. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit on fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of started scratching the surface as far as like what's going on. I mean, big pharma, like... Just go listen to it, honestly. <laughs> There's so many, so many topics we covered. Uh, but today we are talking about manufactured weather and yeah. air quotes, natural yeah. disasters. Yeah. Uh, direct energy weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Chemtrails. Yeah. 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 Cloud seeding. Yeah. We learned so many different like <laughs> terms and things. Um, this stuff is really mind blowing. And so... We recorded an amazing, like, two hours yeah. worth of content. With, and honestly, it would have just kept going. Oh, my we, gosh. Yeah, because there's so much information. Yeah. Our friend uh, Spencer from Florida, yeah. Spencer with an S, yeah. uh, popped in earlier this evening. <laughs> the, the C is an S. <laughs> yeah, the C. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some people out there going to be like, we oh, yeah, Spencer sure, spelled with an S. We have to make sure they go to the right page. Spencer, S-P-N. Yeah. S-E-R from Florida. He joined us for, like I said, two hours. And, like, the amount of knowledge in this man's brain. 
Yeah, it just flowed out of him. It's just a different level than what we do. Right. Like very scientific, but in a way that it's so easy to understand. And right. The dots uh, connect. Layman's terms. Like, Holy crap. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. So much good stuff from Spencer. Oh, my gosh. So let's get into <laughs> everything that we would like to discuss first, kind of set up the conversation, because there is it gets a, b- a bit deep. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's certain reference points and things that we want to hit prior just to make sure um, we're all on the same page. Right. Yeah. So let's get into it. Why don't we? Let's do it. To kick it off, um, there was a lot of fires last year. They were all over the place. Um, the Canada, California. Oh, yeah. Maui, well, obviously. Yeah, Canada, Australia, <clears throat> um, the <throat> United States Environmental Protection Agency. They have quoted that wildfires appear to increase every year since the 1980s. So it's continuously getting worse. Um, but this last year, we saw Maui, obviously, on August 8th. If you want to know more about that, we have a whole Maui episode. Is it just one episode? Yeah. We just did one. It's a little over an hour. Yeah, it was a lot, though. So we do have a full episode if you want to learn more about that. Um, But this horrific fire killed 100 people, destroyed more than 2,000 buildings, and displaced 12,000 people. Experts estimate it will cost $5.5 billion to replace the structures that were exposed to the fires. Um, Honestly, and I was looking this up today, trying to get, like, an update on, like, missing people and the death count and everything. There hasn't been a single update since November of 2023, which I thought was kind of not good. <laughs> like we don't we don't have any numbers, so that's interesting. Um, investigators are still studying how the fire began. Apparently, they're thinking that heavy winds whipped up by a powerful hurricane passing south helped the flames spread quickly. Which is the same I'm story they've eyes. already been saying since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same BS that they've been talking about Mm -hmm. since the very beginning of it all. Again, watch our episode. We really go into it there. Um, But at this point in time, there were like five really big takeaways from everything that happened in Maui. Um, There's survivors who still need stable housing. And the thing that's so screwed up and plays into this Agenda 2030 whole thing is that a lot of people need like um, short-term rentals right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And apparently the counties themselves in Maui have never been successful at like setting up short-term rental, like apartment complexes, like things like that. They've never had any luck with it. So the politicians have come in and said, oh, don't worry. Federal government's got you. We'll set these up. We've got plenty of money in the budget. We'll help you get these uh, short-term rentals up and running. So land grabbing has begun even more than it already was. From day two. Well, and they already had it all planned out what they wanted to build in that area right. and all that stuff. Right. I mean, why are you going to make blueprints of what you want to do if there's already occupants there? Right. Because they don't care. Right. <laughs> the occupants don't matter. And now they're going to make more money right. off of those people because they're going to be building all these complexes. They're just, it's the whole like, oh, let the government step in and save you. Right. They put you in these impossible positions. Old Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Most dangerous words. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yep. They are also facing a long-term housing crisis. Um, Even before the fire, Maui faced a severe housing crisis. Maui needs to rebuild its lost housing stock and dramatically expand its supply of affordable housing. 
Hawaii has the highest median home value in the nation, as well as the fourth highest level of homelessness. I didn't realize that. Since 2000, Maui has experienced over 300% price growth in homes. Many locals working service jobs, particularly in tour- tourism, do not make incomes that can meet such high housing costs. And in Maui County, more than 50% of renters are cost burdened, paying over 30% of their income on rent, and nearly 30% are severely cost burdened, paying over 50% of their income on rent. So do you remember that one guy when we were at that resort in Maui that um, my dad was like yeah, yeah, talking yeah. to every single day, yep. right? He graduated, got his degree, all that stuff, went to work in the field on the island. Yeah. And he makes way more money working at the resort taking care of guests. Yeah. And so he doesn't even work in the field that he got his degree in. Yeah. That's what it's come down to. Tourism. It's nothing but tourism, though. 100% tourism. You can't survive there unless you work in the tourism Mm -hmm. field in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You just can't do it. No. No, you can't. And their tourism has gone down. Right. So now even that's not. Well, it's going to be down for a couple years until they build something big and shiny for everyone to come visit. Right. Right. What's Um, they going to do? Yeah. The other need is that infrastructure is really bad. None of those resorts burnt down. Just the neighborhoods. Yeah. Funny how that happens. It's all the small businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the people who wouldn't sell. Mm-hmm. In addition to housing and property destruction, Maui experienced severe damage to its critical infrastructure. More than 2,200 water service lines were damaged. Rebuilding all of the water infrastructure infrastructure could take years and cost as much as $80 million. Beyond restoring clean and safe water, Maui's water infrastructure demands modernization to enhance future resilience and capacity. So, like, the island just sounds like it's falling apart, right? basically. And then unemployment has risen as tourism has dipped. So more than 800 businesses and the major tourist hub of Lahaina were were impacted. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unemployment rate was 6.2 in November 2023, up from 2.5 before the fire. Largely due to the incline or decline in tourist travel to the island, prior to the fire, tourism contributed to about 40% of the island's GDP. Yeah. But businesses that serve tourists have had to cut back on staff with fewer visitors. So while bringing back tourism will support employment and economic activity, with a limited stock of housing and hotel units, there's tension between housing survivors and providing lodging for tourists. Right. So... Well, and that's the thing. There should be no debate. It yeah. should be for the residents. Right, right. No, but it's not going to be. Right. Because they're not paying as much as... Because money. Yeah. 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 And then on top of all that, everybody still left there are dealing with trauma, you know? Yeah. Survivor's it's, guilt. It's really insane. Yeah. Like, and it was swept under the rug. You, Just completely swept yeah. under. Yeah. Like, we discussed it for, like, two, three months, and then, boom, Israel. Right. And then now, all of a sudden, yeah. no one talked about it anymore. Yeah. It's just gone. And, like, I've seen videos. Like, there's, the fences are still up, and they haven't demolished anything. The houses are still whatever they looked like the day after. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. <laughs> what are they doing? Honestly, I don't know. Some land in the upcountry in Maui is still on fire, too. 
What? They're still putting out little fires that are like in the ground. There's fire in the ground? Organic material underground continues to smolder and occasionally reignite hotspots. They said the situation underscores the importance of calling 911 if you spot flames or see smoke. Over the last two months in particular, the agency said there have been numerous small fires and hot spots in upcountry Maui. When organic material, heat, and oxygen come together, tiny smoldering underground fires continue to burn. These small hot spots are undetectable until they emerge from underground, producing, producing smoke, flames, and heat at the surface. And if there's yard waste, tree trimmings, anything like that around, they'll set fire and it'll spread. That's nuts. Yeah. So that's happening as of January 17th of this year. So just a few days ago, the House of Representatives were talking about how they're going to step in and start doing more short-term rentals and how it's really important to them. I'm like, of course it is. You're trying to get your paws on more land and more money. Right. Oh, yeah. This is the other thing. There is rain-washed fire-related contaminants that have now made their way into the ocean off Lahaina. And it's, like, left the waters around there looking, like, brown and muddy and disgusting. And so it's said that they're seeing really high turbidity numbers like they've never seen before. Um, So these are, like, really bad things that are going into the ocean that are polluting the water further. Um, It's toxic runoff from the 2,170 acres of burned land. So that's good. It's going right into their coral reef ecosystem there. Oh, nice. Yep. It's going to kill all that. Yep. It says, although the Environmental Protection Agency has applied a soil stabilizer to scorched properties in Lahaina and Maui County, um, they have placed absorbent material and other pollution controls around storm drains and along Front Street. It's highly likely that some level of contaminants found in the ash, things like arsenic, lead, and volatile organic compounds, have entered the ocean. So, that's good. The hit to their economy is pegged at $1.9 billion throughout I thought, 2024. I thought they were all saying the water is sacred and all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Until it's not their property anymore because it's all burned to the ground and oh, nobody's Atlanta. there to take care of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the biggest the theory. is sacred. We can't use it to put out the fires. I know. But let's contaminate it. Yeah. Yeah, these people don't care at all. The biggest theory to all of this, and we talk about this a lot with Spencer um, coming up here, is direct energy weapons, DEWs, do. All the blue stuff. Yeah, yep. Um, We realize that, you know, our country alone spends a billion dollars annually on this research, um, so they're definitely using it, which is really scary. These direct energy weapons are lasers and high-powered <laughs> microwaves. They're saying that they may soon be used to defend against drones and rockets. Mm-hmm. They're being used in submarines right now. Yep. So it's part of this new wave of like warfare, basically. Well, and, and, and there's all different types of direct energy weapons, because most people don't know like what kind of, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So there's so many different types. You have obviously like lasers. Right. right? Then you have uh, like microwave uh, direct energy weapons and then you have frequencies. So there's so many different types of direct energy weapons out there. And our government is using what you said, a billion dollars to look into a these billion things a year. A year. DOD. And really think about it. That doesn't sound like that much considering they sent 75 billion to Ukraine. <laughs> Nothing sounds big in comparison to Ukraine. 
Yeah, but they're spending the money and they have been for a long time. So I don't know if y'all have seen that clip, but um, basically breaking it down that it would cost about $20 billion to end homelessness in the United States. And with them sending $75 billion, we could have ended homelessness like nearly four, four times. times. So if that doesn't show you the government does not care about you, does not care about us, does not care about anyone in this country no. other than themselves and lining their own pockets, then I don't know what will. Right. And these direct energy weapons can be used very discreetly because radiation doesn't right. generate sound and it's invisible outside right. of our like spectrum of sight. Right. So you'd have no idea. <laughs> um, there's... Theories roaming around and everything that says, like, Antarctica allegedly has technology within the sphere, sphere that, like, humans can't even conceptualize, you know, and that these are can create earthquakes and right. Raytheon is making them and just right. lots of uh, interesting little rabbit holes. Um, but we do talk about that more in a bit. So everything's a rabbit hole. <laughs> Everything's though. got like 12 different rabbit holes that it Seriously. spiders off into. Yeah. But yeah. then they all come back together. Yeah, it's really nuts. <laughs> and to understand one, you have to understand all. It's, yeah, it's a whole uh, thing. It's maddening. Um, it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And these direct energy weapons are currently stored at the Kirtland Air Force Base in New Mexico, um, which is a place of weirdness as well. So I'm not shocked that um, they're holding all these weapons there. Secretary of the Navy, Carlos del Toro, has recently been coming out about how excited he is about these weapons because of potential submarine threats. This is like the best way to go about um, those kind of threats. So <laughs> our Navy's pushing it really hard. Um, we need yeah. the lasers for the submarines. Yeah. Like, what well, I said, Austin Bowers, it's like the dolphin with the lasers on them. Sharks. Sharks, that's what it yeah. is. And what sharks with freaking laser yeah. beams. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what that reminds me of. That's what that reminds me of. <laughs> but then they couldn't get it, so they just got them really hungry sea bass. Yeah, yes. That ate that. the guy's head off. Yep. Yeah. So that Maui's kickoff point is where all of this DEW stuff came into focus for Tavis and I. Mm -hmm. um, so we talk a lot about that a little bit later on. But to keep up with the whole fire trend, um, Canada saw fires really bad. The Northern Hemisphere in the United States got it real bad in 2023. It was the worst wildfire season in history in 2023. Uh, which is really bad. We also had bad fires in Australia. It was the warmest winter on record, followed by a really unusually warm and dry spring. So they were having all these fires. There's a lot of places where farmers and whatnot are saying, like, we're supposed to have snow up to our, like, knees by this point in the year. We don't have any snow on the ground. And here we are in Arizona, like, man, it's way colder than it usually is. Yeah, we've had, like, <laughs> rain. We've had rain had for two way, days. We had a lot of snow up yeah, in Yeah, yeah, a lot. It snowed while we were up there. It did, it did. Yeah, really odd. Yeah. Washington also had a ton of fires. It was a, quote, catastrophic wildfire, mm -hmm. wildfire, wildfire season. Um, yeah. Lots of property loss. Do you remember that clip of uh, the one in Canada starting? Don't know. There was like an aerial clip of the wildfires starting in Canada. Mm -hmm. And it was 
And it started in like five separate spots all at the same time. And then it spread from there. But yeah, it started in five different spots. Yeah. And all of a sudden you just see this aerial view and you just see the smoke coming up in these different spots and then it's spreading over time. Wild. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. They're making way for their smart cities. They are. Yeah. And the other thing that is a big part of this episode is manufactured weather. Right. Manufactured weather is huge. And from what we talk about with Spencer, I'm sorry I keep teasing it. I swear it's coming. (laughs) Um, It is just the missing link between so many things. Well, so that's like what you were saying. There's a lot of stuff that we had and we were connecting the dots. But like, we're like, okay, but how does this get from here? We know these connect, but how does it get from here? And he's like, oh, here, here's some information to fill that void. I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit, I'm there, I'm there. So so like for the manufactured weather, chemtrails, all this stuff, I've been talking about that for at least a decade and a half. DEWs, I've known they had it. I haven't really talked about it since Maui, though. Yeah, yeah. Right? I didn't think that you needed to control the weather before you could use the DEWs. Yeah. I never yeah. put those two together no, like that. No. I thought they were two separate entities. 9-11 and right. weather. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets into Y'all. that. Too. <laughs> uh, speaking of, we do have a three-part series on yeah. 9-11. <laughs> want to check that out. I'm, and that one's all facts. And now if it's... Yeah. If it's if it's our opinion, you know, we'll say it's our opinion or whatever in it. But, but, we were very but that one is all 100% documented information. Yeah. That was like our way to get back on TikTok in, right. <laughs> in grace. And it, well, but they still blocked the yeah. videos. But to the manufactured weather point, they're literally doing things like every single day <laughs> that's changing the weather. Whether it's cloud seeding, chemtrails. Right. We talk a bit about HARP and how it necessarily isn't as big of an influence as people might think it is um so that's it's not a, a, a anymore right right it's still active but it's not active it's only when they want it to be right and it's short periods of time yeah from and what it's we very noticeable when they we gathered yeah. yeah um but if you aren't aware harp is a, a high frequency active auroral research program um basically It's used to send a very high power radio signal to the ionosphere, which is an upper layer of the atmosphere that reflects radio waves. So science. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that is the most layman terms uh, definition I could find online. Yeah. But science. Yeah. (laughs) Basically used to track patterns and change our weather. Right. So at least, you know, from what we learned, it's not as useful as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is owned by the Air Force. Yeah. So take that for what you will. Another big thing that we kind of covered, too, in terms of natural disasters, like earthquakes have been really strong lately. And earthquakes can also be triggered by DEWs. Right. Turkey saw a 7.8 magnitude earthquake on February of 2023, almost a year ago. Um, it's had thousands of aftershocks. Yeah, thousands. Yeah. So things are popping off popping off the weather is an issue and so yeah. <laughs> without further ado i think we should get into our conversation with spencer from florida with an s with an s <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy this conversation there's yeah. so much information um there's but a lot. Mm-hmm. yeah 
two hours, yeah. two hours worth of information. And here's the thing. It's like five hours worth of information condensed into two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, put it on your Bluetooth speaker, like clean the house, like yeah. listen, you know, or like yeah. go lay, take a long yeah. walk, whatever. Yeah. Go learn you something. <laughs> yes. Yes. So enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are here with a very special guest today. Everybody, meet Spencer from Florida, if you haven't already. Meet Spencer. He's just Hello, doing Spencer. some light reading right now. He's doing some light reading. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to buy it for every baby boomer in our life, is what we've heard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I gave it to my parents, and they loved it. Like, basically, all the conspiracy we've all gotten, like, from... Millennials and Gen Z, you can throw the cliff notes at your parents with really graceful, deep state encyclopedia <laughs> book. And they'll be like, there's a gray pope, a black pope, a white pope. <laughs> it's great. Amazing. Amazing. Well, it's great to have you here, Spencer. Welcome to the, I was going to say channel, but this is a podcast. It's yeah. my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. How are you doing? How are How's life in Florida? I'm awesome. I'm in, I'm in Florida. I'm healthy. I've got a very young family. I've got a little one now on my own, and I take conspiracy even more seriously now because <laughs> right. yeah. it matters even more. Right, right. Exactly. right. I think that's always been our driving force. A little, yeah. more, little more passion and kind of a uh, little more love and compassion and just really uh, intense passion now that I have a little, a little being to you know take care of and, and, and look forward to, but kind of what's happening in Florida is everything is becoming dead and stagnant because of weather modification. Like we're, we don't get the sun. It's no longer the sunshine state and things have not been the same since 2020. I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys, but I don't even if I leave town, it's not the same. Mm -mm. Right. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Seems like we stepped into an alternate reality dimension in 2020. Like everything is very much so right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we initially, when we were diving into Maui with everything that happened last August, um, we found yeah. Spencer's content because you were covering it like crazy. Um, the weather modification, DEWs, all of these right. crazy interesting topics uh, we'll get into. But I just kind of wanted to ask you, like, we're about six months out at this point. We've seen yeah. all we've seen, all the evidence, yeah. everything that happened. Like, what are your thoughts now looking at it? Um, my thoughts now looking at it is we were completely correct right out of the gate. And even when you're too scared to share because something seems off and wrong, um, just say, hey, I don't know what's going on, but this doesn't seem right because you could literally help people these days by something going viral, mm -hmm. you know, just podcasts, influencers, influ influencers, influencers, all these entities that have tons of followers and like this stuff spirals from, mm -hmm. you know, Instagrams to Facebooks to YouTubes to Telegrams. And when it spirals out of control, it makes a difference. And I've been a part of a big difference where things that I've shared have gone viral in so many areas and they've been addressed at the scene. And that's somewhere way far away from where I'm at in Florida. So, right. you know, looking back at it, we were right. I mean, it's, it's obvious there was, there was, um, I don't, I don't want to, you know, be careful whatever you guys put out when you publish something, a uh, direct blank, you know, <laughs> Right. Oh, we say it all, man. Direct energy weapons, uh, the missing kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I, I didn't even cover the missing kids, but for like two little posts, because um, I just knew immediately that there was uh, foul play. Right. Mm -hmm. As soon as there's a fire, any we were already experiencing wildfires in Canada. Was that before, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about yeah. a month before. Yeah. 
So I was already flipping out saying there's no way, the timing's impeccable, yada, yada. And so literally the fire is like do weapons, is like weather modification. It all ties in together and all of these categories are, are just so, so intermingled. And I don't think people are getting it. And you guys have covered Agenda 2030 mm-hmm. and what's going on. And it was an obvious land grab at this historical location in La Haina. And they had, you know, you have these lower level housing in this beautiful, magnific- magnificent location. And of course, it, it was part of the smart city agenda. Right. I don't, I don't, you guys have covered that. And, and of course, I mean, come on, if you already have the development on a, right. on a plot plan and a surveys and all that, like, and then you just take the people out, take them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, a, a telephone pole fell down. Yeah. And there just happened to be 100 mile an hour winds coming from a direction they never come from or never should have been coming from. And when the hurricane was how many hundreds of miles away? Right, right. Yep. Where did the winds come from? So, you know, if you guys are wanting to talk to me about um, uh, weather modification, you know, we found where those winds came from. Did you guys ever figure out where the winds came from? No. no. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> China. Yeah. Ah, no way. Yeah, so so Jim Lee from Climate Viewer pinpointed it. You know, you had all these theories. You had Matt from Cultivate Elevate was like, hey, look, here's a big giant wind farm over here. What if this wind farm caused this? And I'm like, eh, that doesn't make sense. But, you know, why not look into it? And I just kept looking. I, that was one of the clues because I was hard on Hawaii. That's probably why you guys found me. Yeah. yeah I was ticked because I knew people were going to die. You know, right. there's a difference between PSYOPs and engineered stories and headlines and false flags where people are getting hurt. Right. And the moment I saw what was going on, I knew for a fact right then and there, if that's what's happening, there's going to be injured humans and this is a land grab. And I was, I'm already very well versed in that stuff. And I knew that there was going to be most likely foul play involved because people were questioning that the direct energy weapons with those Northern fires already, Paradise, right. California, right. where were they started? All that stuff. You guys probably have a history with uh, Paradise, California, right? And those California direct energy weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that a little bit on the last episode of this. Yeah. I mean, when houses are split in half, the right. bottom right. is perfectly scorched and the trees are squared off around the lot are yeah. perfect. When the steel or whatever type of alloy rims are melted going through the daggum, you know, drains, the storm drains, flowing metal liquid this is not a fire. This right. is not a, no longer a fire. When your engine block is sitting on the ground, this is no longer just a car fire. No. Right. You've got some serious, um, intense, not just heat, but frequencies going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can get into that a little bit. And, you know, talking about Hawaii, it, it to me is obviously frequency based. So you guys want to talk about blue? <laughs> Did you see the frog? Did you guys see the frog? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That, and that was how many months after the fact that they mm-hmm. found it, too. And it's, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the frog, there was the dog who was petrified in the street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. All the blue stuff was weird. You can talk yeah, further yeah. to the blue, because that, we covered a little bit, but I think that's an interesting yeah. one to dive into. Yeah, remind me to tie this into petrification, too. Yeah. But the, when it comes to the blue, Maui blue went absolutely viral. I may have been, like, the sec- first or second person that really called it out exactly what it was, and mm-hmm. that's probably why I was going viral. Um, for some reason, I just knew the color schemes. I understood. I was already thinking frequency and posting, hey, this is direct energy. This is frequency related. There's, you know, you have this type of tower over here, next right over here. We've got microwaves over here. This is 100% wherever it's coming from, um, frequency related. 
And when you have that, there's always light spectrums involved. And I was well aware. Sorry, I got a flashing screen here. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> no, you're fine. Oh, Seizure right. warning. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was MKUltraing myself. <laughs> um, and so soon, I, I kind of knew to look for it. And then when people are like, people are like, oh, this blue, you know, here's a shirt, a fabric, come on, mm-hmm. a fabric yeah. and a fire that when you have melted metal flowing through the storm drains and just feet away from that, yeah. a sh- blue shirts and, you know, in the rubble, right. shirts, a no pot, a, a car, this car is not, that car is, and immediately when I saw the blues, I'm like, oh, that's not just like one item, that's two, that's three, that's four, that's mm-hmm. five items. I'm like, okay. When you see absolute um, physical, like almost like molecular matter destruction crumbled, as what well, there's a there's mass missing right. from these cars. There's actual there's actual mass missing, as if it's just just decimated, right? Right. But then you have a whole flower pot that's blue sticking straight up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, but yeah. what are a lot of flower pots made out of? Ceramic, mm-hmm. right? Right. I, I instantly, when I saw the pot, I'm like, oh, if that's ceramic, that reminds me of the toilets from 9-11. Oh, 9/11, yeah. It was yeah, 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 yeah. There was yeah. toilets and rubble, right? So ceramic has a reflective, yeah. has reflective yeah. properties. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. resonant frequencies of everything. Everything's vibrating. We can get deep physics. Wow. You know, I'm yeah. not a physicist. I'm just an average Joe yeah. that listens to gurus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a but, crazy connection, though, yeah. the ceramics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, and, and like, you know, I watched a podcast on a tinfoil hat podcast, Sam Tripoli. The best weather modification podcast I had ever seen was after Maui, and it was with Christopher Gardner and Jim Lee from Climate Viewer, two polar opposite mindsets. One's like self education, the other one's like I go to academics and he's a total nerd, loves that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, loves to spit the facts, but he's still a rebel. <laughs> Jim Lee Climate Viewer <laughs> is still a rebel. Like real academic you know, they they can't stand him. But then Christopher Gardner, he's like a genius, believes in old world and flat earth and all this stuff, similar to me, but yeah. they both saw eye to eye on so many things. And um they, they brought up so many points with Maui that helped me understand that um, a lot more about the destruction that's involved in some of these fires and where they mm-hmm. have direct energy weapons. It's not just like you're getting microwaved. Right. You know, you can put something in a microwave and it's not like it just disappears. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more going on than meets the eye. And, you know, um, I, I don't want to get too off topic, but Hawaii, you're asking what, what I really thought. I think we were all over it early. I think we covered it way harder. When I say we, TikToks, Instagrams, right. Right. influencers. I dropped something. Then this lady Bianca. She, oh, what? I don't. I don't know her. Her name's Bianca on TikTok. <laughs> Phenomenal with sounds and frequencies. Mm-hmm. She had some. Um, she got it. My oh my gosh, she understands the blue already too. And then you started seeing the people that know that stuff. And then you started seeing little lasers, and they're like, hey. Look. And then you have a guy saying, well, I've got a five watt laser here. Let me. Yeah. You know, he started burning some stuff, and right. then those came out. And and I think we were absolutely hit the mark on the head and there's things that i understood immediately that nobody called out and i'm like the sirens the sirens the sirens i think i told you guys right yeah yeah Yeah, i was gonna say let's talk about the sirens because this was nuts we were talking about earlier today but yeah explain the sirens a little more so 
so when you get into the world of everything's a conspiracy and, and you want to get in, like I won't put earbuds in. Like you guys, are like do you have earbuds? I'm like, actually, no, I got rid of them because I'm, yeah. for health reasons. Yeah. You know? So I think about Wi-Fi. I try to learn about the Wi-Fi. You know, what gigahertz? Uh, what? Where are we in megahertz? Are we in radio? Is this microwaves, mm-hmm. millimeter waves? What is? I was trying to learn fifth generation cellular technology, all that, and and so. When it comes to the sirens in Maui, not a lot of people talk about it or cover it, but it's really simple. If you have a millimeter wave, which is a microwave, say that's what they're using, most likely is what they're using for to microwave an area. And you have a predetermined, it seems like it's predetermined, like they freaking survey where they're going to take mm-hmm. out. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're taking out exactly what they want. And like, oh, no, nope, that block's owned by so-and-so. Yeah. We can't hit that. It's got to stop right. here. Right. Then it's got to go around the corner. And then it can start again. And you have a perfect like zigzag. Yeah. Because whatever. You know, <laughs> whatever type of freaking destruction they're using. Right. But when you do this, the sirens cause something called harmonic interference. Imagine, imagine hitting a Chinese gong. You know the big Tibetan gong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. Hit, you see in the movie like Kickboxer or something before a match. <laughs> right, up, right. Bong. <laughs> that type of sound is strong enough, or the old world bells that we've talked about yeah. before that I've posted about. Matt from Cultivate Elevate. A lot of these old world Tartarian channels love to talk about the mm-hmm. bells. It's a big deal. Um, here, here's a fun one on that. Henry Flagler donated a church across the street from the Flagler building or Flagler College in um, Florida. It's a very, very exotic building, Juan Ponce de Leon Hotel type stuff. Um, very exotic building, but across from Fla- the Flagler building, he donated a church. And the one rule he gave them was they couldn't have a bell. And I know the reason That's why they couldn't have a bell. That was right. the one thing. And they had to sign like that was in contract because the resonance of his building across the street was that intricate detailed in the architecture. And wow. he wanted to have a specific resonance and frequency at his location. And all of those old world buildings had that. This is deep stuff. But sim- simply thinking about it with La Haina, what you have is you have millimeter waves coming in. Millimeter waves can't go through concrete, like a a steel wall, like I have in front of me, or a concrete block wall very well. That's why they have to have all these antennas everywhere. Mm -hmm. So our light poles are going to be antennas. They've got to have your ring doorbell in the front. That's a little antenna. They've got to be able to ping to a bunch of little smart devices to get to you because they can no longer send these tiny little high capacity millimeter waves through the walls. That's not how they work. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. So it's not just physical matter that interferes with signals. You can have sounds that are very strong and powerful. Sounds are just, you know, whatever type of wave you have, sound waves can cause harmonic interference. Mm -hmm. And so those sirens in Hawaii, some of the most powerful sirens in the world, you know, top, top sirens in the world. This will like deafen you like craziness. They didn't go off because that would have totally interrupted all of their direct energy weapons. That is why they didn't go off. It's not like, oh, we didn't turn them on just because we want to let people burn, even though that's probably partially true as well. I, I believe more so those sirens would cause harmonic interference in the entire area. And those signals would not be able, millimeter waves would not be able to be as precise and exact. Right. Mm-hmm. Harmonic interference, electrical impedance. Yeah. You know, we got to be careful what you guys post on this recording. But when it, you right. can go back to 9 11, 
there was a storm off the coast before 9-11 the day before. That storm prepped the whole area electrostatically. In Florida, we have hurricanes that come through. Massive hurricane Ian comes through. The day after Ian's gone, all the chemtrails are sucked out of the sky. It is, you cannot help but stare at the sky. It's the most beautiful days ever. You know, the calm before the storm, well, the calm after the storm is unbelievable in Florida. And so it's the same. And so 9-11, they had a storm off the coast. The whole area is prepped electrostatically. So it holds this pure, crisp electrostatic frequency. Then they come in and they do something. They send an ELF wave, extremely low frequency. You guys may know about that yeah, yeah, audio. Yeah. <laughs> Layering stuff like uh, Leave the World Behind, I think, just yeah. got, right. you know, the people pulled out the audio file. They showed you, hey, there's a hidden ELF, right. you know, uh, frequency in the background that you're yeah. not realizing you're getting. What we really think happened, mentioning the toilets, the uh, porcelain toilets, you know, still being there, mm-hmm. is right. an ELF signal. You know, gosh, I got to say so many things to get this point across. <laughs> <laughs> when, so when you there's when you have a fire, could be masking dew weapons. Right. So there's multiple things that can be masking what's really getting that. Like we have this fire, and they're like, "Oh, it burnt down," but really they had a freaking dew weapon just scorching lines mm-hmm. exactly right. what they needed while this fire is coming through that they also started. Right. So that masks that. So like if you think of nine eleven, you have a rubble explosions bombs you had you know controlled demolitions you had plane hitting the tower mm-hmm. distracting from what also is most likely happening and we can tell with the electrostatics of the storm the edge of that storm controlled the electrostatics then they send the elf frequency in imagine like a base a, a, a deep base mm-hmm. and what they do is they get the entire physics of the area you know, connected to this ELF frequency. Everything starts vibrating to it. Imagine the Empire State Building being hit on all sides with speakers, ELF. Mm-hmm. And now that building is actually resonating to that. And then at the same time, zap, you come in and you hit it with the tertiary frequency, an opposing force, which causes literal mass to just poof, yeah. go away. Yeah, And that is how you make things go away. Like those cars, when the engine block hits the ground and you've got metal going through the drains but there's mass missing right the fire did not burn that stuff where's the mass from the rubble in 9-11 you know we could be wrong i don't mind being wrong but darn it if we haven't pulled out a lot and there's a lot of evidence well, documentaries there's even footage like on 9-11 where you see like a whole bunch of vans on the street and like every other van is just burnt to a crisp and the other vans are just completely fine and normal and not touched by anything. Yeah. So you you physically remember that, right? You right. visually remember seeing that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that or is that not similar to Paradise, California? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Similar to oh, La yeah. Haina. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So we are, not, we are intelligent enough to recognize patterns, but if we've never been taught it in academics, which we're not going to be taught this stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> no, not at all. Never. This is... <laughs> The truth. You know how I know it? It's the yeah, truth. I know it from Sam Tripoli's <laughs> podcast, Topher right. Gardner. Right. But I was paying so close attention. I was taking notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, Topher knows exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Does this make sense? I understood it. And so, again, going back to the blue, the color blue, man, you know, you have an opposing frequency that reflects. Topher right. also taught, they were talking about Lahina a little bit. He taught that he has paint that he makes these buildings that are hurricane proof and disaster proof and EMF proof and things like that. So 
He has paint that he can make wow. using pyrolyzed carbon mixed in. He makes his own pyrolyzed carbon. He mixes it in, and it has these properties that not only blocks like Faraday cage paint, but it also reflective paints. He shared in that podcast a, a very expensive but awesome paint that reflects all signals. Wow. So everyone's like, oh, I got to go get a blue roof. And Tover's like, you could just use this paint. And you're like, <laughs> same thing. It's going to do the same thing. Like, you know, something like yellows and whites are more reflective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like a green and blacks are totally different. Can see right. Light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when it came to the blue, it was way too obvious that those things were left behind for a reason. And anybody that understands, right. you know, the light spectrum and laser verse, mm-hmm. you know, we, it's hard to get into physics wise because it's not my expertise, but when it's explained to me and I have it written down and I have it, you know, I can explain it in layman's terms. Yeah. Kind of like we've been going right now. So yeah, yeah let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to mention too, when we did, we did a whole three part series on nine 11 and got like all the little details of it. Mm-hmm. But I believe they gave them like two days to clean up all the rubble and yeah. they didn't let any of it be tested. Yeah, no, yeah. there was a lot Nothing. to be tested. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder why that is. You know, they're hiding things, clearly. And they had trackers so, on all the trucks too to make yeah, sure they were going went in and out straight of the to the dump. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, <laughs> two days? Yeah, two days. Remember <laughs> the rubble? Yeah. After that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Let's think of the size of those buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two days. Yep. Yeah, they gave them two days. Now now I'm hearing again, this is bringing back, you know, my conspiracy members. It's like, gosh, that is a lot of mass moving. How are you moving that much rubble in two days? It's because there's some rubble missing, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't have much well, left either that people saw from what, you know, witnesses saw. There wasn't yeah. much to even be cleaned up. You can visually picture all the buildings. You know, yeah. Like, the other one that they don't talk about. Seven, too. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All of them. What, or the giant hole in the uh, Pentagon. Yeah. Perfect yeah. missile hole. <laughs> yeah, that also leads into petrification, guys. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Speak a little further to that if you can. Well, I get excited about, like, you know, the bells because I like the old world stuff. I'm sure you guys have dabbled into Tartaria. Mm-hmm. I don't care yeah. what it's called. I know that there was, you know, more technology and a different civilization that put a little more uh, a beauty into their buildings. They were a lot more connected with frequency and resonance and all that stuff. Just looking at the details of all the buildings, the architectural, they're giant electromagnetic structures. Right. I'm, a, I'm a big... Uh, lost history of earth and what on earth happened by e warren on guy if anybody's ever seen that in your chat you know i'm a big big proponent of those which opened my eyes to these mega structures not being where rich people slept and you know put their gold in the basement they were massive energy structures they had cisterns in the walls they had aqueducts coming in and out underneath that turned into the tunnels that everybody uses later on i think the whole old world had these tunnels but when it comes, I'm bringing this up because being interested in the old world and learning that stuff and his, a lot of history being a lie and cover up and all that, you get you get into sometimes seeing massive structures that are literal melted old world buildings. Have you guys seen the melted old world buildings at all? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Uh-uh. Oh my god! Ooh, in Arizona, man, Sedona. There's some people from really? foot. Yeah, with their. What do they call it? Boots on the ground. I was going to call them boots on the ground. Uh, <laughs> boots on the ground in Arizona. And I can't remember the guy's channel, but he's going around 
and it'll blow you guys' mind. You know, you know what Petra looks like when you have yeah, these yeah. Like, carved, amazing, intricate details into yeah. these cliff faces. Yeah. Yep. Well, what what people are doing when they're digging so deep into the old world because we're kind of awake. We're we're thinking of things upside down. It's like, wait a second, that's not erosion. That's a damn quarry. <laughs> that's right. an ancient quarry right, right. in the desert in the desert is the waste from the quarry quarry desert desert quarry yeah we're we're seeing things like holy crap we've been lied to about erosion we've been lied to about geology and so even a building that's like melted petrified mm-hmm. and those are awesome um uh, on facebook i follow a neat little channel called um melted brick university that's a good one and i myself have found melted bricks in the wild, like not in city, but like in piles of stone and like mountainsides. I've found brick inside them, kind of like melted and drooping because I know where to look. And yeah, I was yeah. traveling to Georgia, Tennessee, and it's like, oh my gosh, I got to go down this rabbit hole now. I'm <laughs> like, pull over on the side of the road on vacation and be like, damn it, I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> on the ground find amazing old world stuff all mm-hmm. around you and then all that spiel like can go, goes into petrification because these buildings a lot of these stone formations or you guys have seen ancient giant trees right right you know yep. like devil's tower being right to me it definitely looks a lot more like a tree stump than hexagonal lava formations going up perfectly. right right so i'm like no that's a big old tree stump that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry, your no, your your academic explanation has got to move to the side for now. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff until we get a better explanation. So <laughs> now I believe in in petrification that not a lot of people understand. Right? I've decided that almost all geology is ancient biology, and it's not me. You know, I thought this two years ago when I was learning. You know, become this flat earther to this to that, and it's like you, people think you're crazy. Until I'll sit there at the bar with a, or I used to, I don't drink anymore. I used to sit at the pub and be like, all right, meet me at the pub. Let's have a little debate. You know, yeah. if, if, if you concede, you buy. If I concede, I'll buy, you know? And right. I was just, I realized, I'm like, man, I got nits for smoking people and conspiracy. <laughs> I just taught a, a, a NASA engineer what gravity was. <laughs> you know? Well, they start talking theory of relativity. I'm like, theory. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't need a theory. Why you got? Why are we talking about theories? Let's talk about what it is. Right, right. and it's really fun to get um, deep into. You know that stuff's fun for me. I don't like arguing. You know, you don't want an echo chamber, but you also don't want to have a negative negative argument and all this stuff. Right, and, and you know, to my buddy Longo with Old World Florida. Have you ever seen that YouTube channel? A couple of times. I checked it out after you pointed it out. Dude, he is such a talented little goober. <laughs> i call him little he's like sea taller than me he's this, you know vegan philosopher loves his astrology and all that but um he, he makes fun of the uh geology is biology a little bit because people can get a little crazy with it like i've literally met schizos in the woods in florida grabbing any old lime rock with holes in it and stuff and being like look a mud fossil skull a giant skull <laughs> and i'm just like Okay, now I know why Longo makes fun of it, but there's also, <laughs> oh, what's the channel? 
I believe in like half of the stuff. Stellium 7, S-T-E-L-L-I-U-M 7. That channel on YouTube, there is a rock that he went over that he claims is a heart. And he showed how it is a heart, how what hearts look like. It's a petrified heart. Wow. And when I tell you guys, if I'm walking on a riverbank and there's tons of rocks and I'm just looking around and I go to grab one, the rock he put up on that screen, I've saved like 20 of them in my life and they all look exactly the same. And they're petrified hearts and I'm just like, why do I pick up those? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you attracted to those? Right <laughs> like, wait a second. There's thousands of shapes of rocks out here, but there's one particular that he says are like petrified hearts. And for some reason, I can spot them. Say you have a big old bed of rocks. That's naturally the one I picked up because I'm spotting it. And so I'm like, okay, that's a little crazy, but I see the perfect vowels twisted and it's like, It'll mess with you a little bit. You'll see that. But going from ancient giant trees to that is not a stretch when you see the frog in Hawaii. Right. Right. Petrification does not have to happen over millions of years that Mm -hmm. I don't even believe in. Right. You know, if we're going to get biblical, what type of expressed script do we even believe in? You know, at some point you've got to, you know, where's your faith stand? You know, okay, you're agnostic. I still think carbon dating is BS. I don't think we come from nothing. Right. You know, right. I don't, I'm not gonna. It's like you can't just like throw the oh carbon dating. No, no, no. We're not talking carbon dating anymore. Everybody knows it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking millions of years just because astrologically it doesn't make sense. It's nonsense. Um, creation is far too beautiful and divine. There's too many specific frequencies and patterns. Yeah. Golden right. ratio. Golden ratio. Everything is way too divine. For everything to come from a little big bang millions of years ago. It, it's just nothingness. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It, com- it, it completely disconnects you from feeling important, being important, and having a purpose. Yeah. You know, the heliocentrism versus geocentrism. Right. And that's where the flat earth actually really resonated with me. And then I'm like looking at the yin yang symbol, and it's like, oh my gosh, everything makes sense now. Yeah. All of a sudden, I understand physics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen to Topher Gardner on the Tinfoil Hat podcast. I'm like, why do I understand everything? (laughs) Right? Yeah. And and like you were saying earlier, Ashley, it's because everything ties in together. The petrified frog dog from Lahaina, the frog was literally hard like a rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a big proponent of petrification can happen over thousands of years, absolutely, or however long you may think it is. Whether your interpretation of scripture is this long, eight, six, eight thousand years, or even whatever, twelve, fifteen, whatever, wherever you're at, say it's thousands of years, I think it could be hundreds of years. I just shared with my buddy a picture, you know, um, Dr. Tardis, the improbable dreamer, mm-hmm. has a ton of the uh, petrification videos that he's posted a few times. And I'd already believed that. And I'm like, keep going, buddy, because you'll see a cowboy boot from the 1800s, 1850s with a petrified foot and bone inside of it. <laughs> so that's 150 years, and that's yeah, petrified. Yeah. Right. And then you'll see things that are like 30, 40 years old, completely petrified in that. And then I share, and with that, I grabbed some of those clips, which, you know, they weren't his, but he made a good little thing. And then I grabbed some of his, then I grabbed some from here, then I grabbed the La Hyena frog, and then I grabbed a little clip of somebody taking a Coke bottle and using like calcium and lime and they were running a solution over it 
they calcified a Coke bottle in like 30 minutes. Wow. What? Completely like petrified it. Yeah, oh yeah. And I shared that video. So it can be rapid. Mm-hmm. Cataclysmic events. And the things that happen in life that we're talking about, these events where they use scalar tech and frequencies, that's not new, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I've studied the old no, world no. a lot. I, think, I don't think so either, no, no. Yeah, it's... so I mean, I truly believe that there's a lot of petrification all around us. Even buildings that we think is a specific type of concrete may have been more like a granite or you know, a quartz granite, and then now it just looks like stone right. because it's freaking petrified mm-hmm. because it's been hit with frequency or right. scalar tech. Um, right. Operation, uh, what was the uh, woodpecker? Boom, got it. Operation <laughs> woodpecker, R- Russia. Look up Operation Woodpecker, man. Russia. There's some pictures where they talk about nuclear blasts, and you'll see all these trees down. And I think mm-hmm. that was a scalar tech. It was frequency based, direct energy weapons have been around long before then, I believe. I mean, yeah. Well, the United States. The DOD alone, they spend a billion dollars a year in DEW research and everything. So if that's how much they're spending now every year, they've been doing this a long time. And they figured out it's useful, it works, and they need it for the future. I guess there's been issues with submarine attacks lately. And so Mm -hmm. um, the Navy has been pushing it a lot harder, more research, getting them into practice more. So it's in front of our faces. They're not even hiding it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm glad you bring up the sub stuff because I remember in 2020, David E. Martin, who is the the bald guy with the bow tie that just calls everything out to the T, we mm-hmm, call him the Fauci mm-hmm. Alchi yep, from day yep. one to the T. <laughs> yeah. You know, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Soldier Grant to here at Woo Hump Bob. He, every little detail, he's amazing at what he does. He, from my understanding, was involved in the creation of stealth tape, which is the tape that goes around these planes to where mm-hmm. it reflects um, infrared or whatever type of signals or lasers hit it so they could be stealth planes, right? This mm-hmm. tape that's wrapped around it. Uh, supposedly, if I'm remembering correctly, he was involved in that, but he, he said that the next war we're going to be dealing with that's already started was underwater. He said that in 2020. So you bringing oh, wow. that up reminds me of that. He's like, we're already hypersonic above ground, guys. He goes, and they're hypersonic above ground now. And what's happening is, like off the coast of Crimea, you have pipelines underwater. So if you have offense that's hypersonic underwater, do we have defense that's hypersonic underwater? And then if we have, I mean, that's just hypersonic like warfare, not to mention frequency based. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, what... There's transatlantic cables. You guys, I mean, have you guys ever dove into communications? Is the vast majority of our communications is all underwater cables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not satellite. You know. Yes, I believe in satellites, satellites. I believe there's. No, I don't believe in orbit and outer space, but I do believe in above. You know, ionosphere. However, Mm -hmm. they're utilizing the electrostatics up there. I think it would be very easy to electrostatically slash electromagnetically have hovering star drones if you will they used to call them um but drones that can charge up there mm-hmm. imagine like you have it up there and it's just recharging itself with i don't know like a solar system or something mm-hmm. right you can keep charging it so, and it can keep floating along electrostatically dirigibles used to do that like mm-hmm. it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. far-fetched to think that you have a freaking drone that can stay up there right right no right. i don't think so yeah. dirigibles <laughs> full of dirigibles in the old world full of freaking Helium, not hydrogen, flammable. <laughs> That's flammable. Hindenburg <laughs> went down for a reason, intentionally. 
uh, you know, say you had um, helium, for example, the electrostatics are perfect and it would just stick to the ionosphere. Whatever layering they used, I'm not that great, but it would just stick there. Imagine it could stay there with like mm -hmm. little propulsion. Oh, yeah. Just very little propulsion. Even utilize maybe the winds and the weather. Electrostatics just float along. Those would stay up for endless amounts of time and barely ever come down to more weather to just load and unload. And those dirigibles would unload at lighthouses, is what right. those lighthouses really were. I don't know if you guys ever got into that. <laughs> Empire State Building mm -hmm. was uh -huh. a huge mooring location. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that just proves that, yes, I believe that there's satellites out there. Yes, we have high-flying drone Google image planes yeah. constantly going taking photos. Right. So when they're like, okay, this guy's crazy, it's like, here's my explanation for that. Well, and what that's, makes more sense? That's HARP, uh, too. Yeah. It's all the I, that's all harp is all the ionosphere and studying that and okay so harp the uh, high frequency <laughs> rural high frequency rural, rural craziness so yeah. Jim Lee from Climate Viewer covers harp very well he was the first person to really ever publicly call them out a long time ago and he tells you exactly how it works in a lot of his podcasts on Climate Viewer I have his uh, website pulled up here but on YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's how I really learned about HARP was through Jim Lee at Climate Viewer. And there's a lot of people saying HARP, 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 HARP. You know, if you make a weather modification post and it goes like a little viral, you're going to have hundreds of comments of people saying HARP, 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 HARP. Like we're like sheep, like HARP, 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 yeah. HARP, HARP, HARP. <laughs> but like, do we really know what it is? And I was one of those people. I would always be like HARP, HARP, HARP. That was me like three years ago. Well, what he taught was most of them have been inactive for a long time. And it's yeah. almost like outdated hmm. because it takes a ton of diesel generators. And this is it's very expensive to get it up and running. Huh. And when they're up and running, these ham radio operators know when they're up and running because of the frequencies they use. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right. It's mm -hmm. no secret when they're up and running. Mm -hmm. As soon as you crank it on, anybody that knows how to use their CB or these ham radio operators no, it's up and running from miles and miles away. Yeah. So there is no secret to harps being up and running, and it's very expensive. So imagine you had this massive field of EMF that does exactly what you're talking about, Ashley. Yeah, it sucks. Like, I can't believe that it exists. Yeah. What um, Anchorage, Alaska, right? Puerto Rico were mm -hmm. our first. There's so many of them now. They have them on floating cargo ships now, I think floating around everywhere just casually like of okay course. let's not press these <laughs> but, uh, but generally they've been off so those locations that we think of are causing everything has been off and you know oh. when they're on and jim lee is like hey um no alaska hasn't been turned on in like a decade guys they turned on once and we knew and blah 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 but when i said that the wind came from china from la hyena it was China's harp. When I say harp, the entire Tibetan plateau is full of these cloud seeding generators, similar to harp. Mm -hmm. the like, they have the entire world's harp centers in one location almost. That's how they're flooding out their citizens and causing all their crazy weather mod. They're like the weather mod ruthless psychopaths. Like theirs is way worse. If you've seen, you've seen the flooding in the cities. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the people revolt and the city floods that day, the next day. It's like, no, no. And where's all their commerce and trade? They all trade the streets, right? Right. Yeah. No, right. don't you do that? We take out your tree. You yeah. got you guys are selling your fruit and waiters tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Like that's, but when you do that, 
does a does a butterfly flapping its wings in Brazil? How to generally say it? Cause a tornado in Texas? The butterfly effect. Right. 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 So. Yeah. When you're causing that much of a disturbance over there and that powerful, they have caused these wind directions to come this way. High pressure systems, low pressure systems. When you do something over here, it's going to cause something over here. Right. Think of the earth as this big enclosed system. You can think of it as this big old sphere that I don't or a big old dome. I care not. But we are a closed system. Even mm-hmm. Bill Nye, the science guy, will tell you we are a closed system. <laughs> Well, if Bill said it. (laughs) It's got to be true. So you have massive, massive nonsense coming up, going on over here in China. When you say that harp in China and that Tibetan plateau causes craziness over here, we're experiencing not only that, but our own as well. They cranked harp back up for a day and they told you in Alaska, what was that for? Oh, they created the... um, the uh, false aurora borealis. Did you guys catch that? No. No. Just brag about it. <laughs> yeah, it's all plasma game. They're playing with plasma games. They're creating wow. a fake, an artificial aurora borealis, and they're testing technology. I don't understand all the weapons and tech they use. It just reminds me of Tesla's Waldendorf Tower, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when I read it, I'm like, oh, well, that's not new. That's the Waldendorf right. Tower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Same thing. You know, Tesla right, right, was right. going to say yeah, yeah. signals with JP Morgan. Mm-hmm. Nah, 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 nah. JP Morgan broke it down because he realized he was about to send power over the Atlantic. Yeah. Right. So yep. let's tear that down. And so when it comes to HARP, Jim Lee said they weren't on. Yes, they do what we all think they do. Um, there are a lot more active locations. They do play a role. But imagine you have thousands of little Doppler radars next to Rad Towers. Jim Lee doesn't believe in this. He makes fun of this. But I have a, I have a kind of a channel called Microsite. Uh, they got banned. He got banned on TikTok, banned on Instagram, had to start over. So now he's Microsite 2.0. But he had phenomenal videos. And he likes to show the frequencies going through the storms. And my favorite is when he shows, you guys know what a Nexrad tower is, right? And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like a, yeah. imagine a Doppler, the, the, the dome Doppler that sends out these multi-directional signals. If you look at them going pow, ping it, these, these Nexrad towers, they all ping. Mm-hmm. You can see evaporation above them. And when I say evaporation, you'll see like a circle diameter from this guy's videos, boom, of when they ping, when they pulse, you see this evaporation. Well, imagine thousands of them going off in unison in a big old wave across the country and then the storms completely reacting and moving exactly along with that with the pulsing it's almost like they're doing it like they programmed all of them <laughs> and it's like wait a second there may jim lee says there's not enough power in next rad towers to control steer a hurricane but what i saw during hurricanes was a wave of pulses of all these different towers causing like evaporation which is going to choke out the storm and steer it. Right. Interesting. Like what? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just... So, Go ahead. You, you look like you're going to ask Well, no, question. just so like each, so each tower kind of just dissipates that part of the storm. And so it just kind of starts getting, uh, moving towards the stronger area of the storm as it travels through. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. And what, <laughs> what I've learned is that like heart, these little next rad towers and or, 5G towers, the generation cellular mm-hmm. towers, to me, they can not only create water or evaporate it. And yeah. just, just a tiny little bit of carbon out of these planes. Like when I say like $5 in carbon can make miles of clouds. 
That's Did you insane. hear what I said? Yeah, yeah. There's something called carbon black dust or black carbon. Those are two different things. One's just like soot coming out of the back of planes. One's an actual military application that's synthetically kind of made and engineered. But like, imagine like spending five bucks to make miles of clouds. That's that's pretty easy weather. They did that in the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wow. so it's kind of crazy to think of next drive towers, their capabilities, plus 5G towers that we, we've, my understanding is they're not using them for cell phones right now, right? Like, I, I don't think we're at this high band 5G. I think it's still the same. Supposedly, it got stopped. I think, yeah, I think it got halted for a little bit um, because too many people were talking about it not being safe for for consumer use just yet. Did you ever see hear the uh, fun? Wasn't it part of Kofifi? Cobalt? No, that's what David Strait said it was, maybe. Well... The conspiracy with Trump was, so when it comes to jurisdiction, in 2020, you had, 5G was a big deal in 2020, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Matt from Cultivate Elevate, Spencer, I've been calling out 5G since March of 2020. I've been calling it out because a byproduct of radiation sickness is flu-like symptoms. That's what a Faraday cage was. Faraday right. tested a room with radio signals, without radio <laughs> signals, and the one with, with radio signals, you got flu-like symptoms. So... We've known, and there's direct radar comes out, Spanish flu, just like covering up your do weapons with a fire, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you send out a bacteria, a viral load, a bacterial, excuse me, bacterial viruses, I don't know, and there's a whole germ theory versus terrain theory. Say you send out a bacterial <laughs> load or you infect a population via their own volunteering, so you yep. didn't do it yep. illegally, they volunteered, yeah, sure, come infect me, I'll go infect <laughs> yeah. the whole town, cool. Yeah. Whatever it may be, you know, no, no, any listeners, you guys, I don't, I don't mind. You know, I have family members that are long jabbed multiple times over. There's nothing I God could bless do them. <laughs> Not us. Frank. Could be us. Caught a lot of people off guard. Understandably right. so. Yeah. Right. Neither here nor there. But I am, I am not an advocate. Mm-hmm. Never was for a second. And what, just like masking the Lahaina, um, you know, do weapons with the fire or 9-11, you have the planes and the explosives and demolitions masking those do weapons. I think it's the same system when it comes to implementing new frequencies and all the radiation sickness that comes along with these systems. So when you implement this new system, you're going to want to have some pandemics to mask it. I said in March of 2020, as a nobody, just like, not having one one thousandth of the information in my head as I do now in 2020, I was saying this is the scapegoat for fifth generation cellular technology. This is a scapegoat for 5G. Mark my words. And I said it so early, I got made fun of in my town so bad. <laughs> I mean, I got ripped. And to this day, I still believe it because, right. you know, I have a friend that has leukemia from being a lineman. When you're underneath high voltage power lines and you can't ground yourself, there's no way to discharge because if you ground yourself, you could die if you get hit. Right. So these guys are underneath these high voltage power lines all day. And these power lines are very high capacitance. When you have high voltage power lines, if the ground is wet, wireless power induction like Tesla talks about. A wet ground steals power from the power lines. Right. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the power companies were actually losing power, which that's not how it actually works. Imagine they would be losing 
money and power because of the wet ground. Mm. So when you increase the high voltage and you see all these things going up bigger and higher, they're going up higher because that capacitance is being increased and they've got to get it away from the ground because of wireless uh. power functions, Tesla style. Mm-hmm. So you are going to absorb and that's wireless. So if I get my body next to an outlet, I can. I don't want my baby's head to be sleeping next to an electrical outlet. Do I have my EMF meter out here? No, it's inside. It's inside by my baby, where my baby wife sleeps. Yeah. I check everything like once a week. It's like, what are we doing stupid this week? What right. device do we have next to our head all night this week? But um, if you you don't want to sleep with your head next to the electrical outlet because there, I mean, there is a specific you know voltage reading coming off of that wirelessly. That is absolutely not good for you. You can take a Gauss meter or you know specific types of meters. You can get radio signals wirelessly from a power outlet mm-hmm. on the wall. Mm-hmm. That's how much is coming off. That's you crazy. can literally tune in to radio signals from your power outlet. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. And all of this ties in. It's so it's so crazy. I, I can keep rambling. I talked a lot. You guys, I'm talking about. <laughs> Your podcast a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, no. Hey, you're 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 sharing so much information. Um, yeah, so much information. Uh, that's insane, though. I never knew like it was radiating that much yeah. off of the outlets like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like I knew yeah. that I knew that it was all pulsing, and I knew that it's all bad for us and everything. But I didn't know like it was such a strong frequency right. that you could actually pick it up like just by being next to it. Look up, go to Amazon when we're done and look up power outlet EMF blockers, like the devices. And if you watch the little commercial, there's a lady kind of going viral on Instagram with their product. It's just a good product. You can plug it in and block all that and she'll show you that. And, and, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot. It's wow. way more than you think. <laughs> it's funny why it matters to me now so much. And it's literally... Viewers laugh. Anybody laugh. It's fun. You know, I'm totally cool about it. I took off work and studied physics and law for six months because I was so upset about straw man stuff. I was going to have a kid. Right. I was like, yeah. what about us? Why would I get a birth certificate? That's what the, why right. would I do that to my child? This is a this is a horrible idea. <laughs> and I went down the rabbit holes like crazy. And I was studying physics and law and trying to do the state national sovereignty stuff. Got very heavy into that very heavy into banking and realized that that study was very dense, low energy. It was making me sick. I was just like yeah. miserable studying law, getting crazy letters in the mail from things I was trying. I was scared of my PO box. I'm like, man, got a call from the FBI once. It's like, why are they calling me? I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> and, uh, and what happened was I started microdosing psilocybin. And while on psilocybin microdosing, barefoot under a tree, an oak tree, by a lake, by myself, nasty storm came and I learned physics and frequencies that day. And it wasn't like a crazy heavy trip, but it was a medium. Like I did microdosing to learn. I like to write songs and be creative. I had to get out of that law stuff. I'm like, man, I have got to get this out of my body. Yeah. I got to get this data. I was force feeding into my computer here. Yep. My, uh, what you call it, your hard drive? Yeah. If you have to force something into your brain to memorize it, if you're having to force it, just remember it's not divine and natural. It's probably not meant for you. It's right. probably something of man's construct, not of not that of God, not divine. Yeah. 
not something that you're connected to with a proper interpretation of scripture or something like that, mm-hmm. or just natural creation. It's probably not of that. You're having to force feed yourself this because it's part of man's construct. And so mm-hmm. I had to get that crap out of me and I just like knew it. And during that, during that trip, I remember you guys are going to like this. The storm came and I was like, Oh my gosh, I get it. I understand everything. And I could hear this buzzing. And I was realizing that what I thought I was experiencing while I was tripping was actually happening, happening. It was physics. It wasn't a trip. It was me being able to see more of the light spectrum. Right. It right. was me being, I fasted. I did an enema. I got all this, you know, rotten flesh meat. I love eating grass fed, grass finished beef, but I had to get all this right. rotten flesh out of me. I fasted. I made myself, I drank electrolytes. I was on potassium and salt. When I say potassium, just organic coconut mm-hmm. water. I mean, I, I legit had some high quality psilocybin shamanic experiences. And after that storm, I heard this buzzing and I'm like, what the heck? That's kind of like ruining my trip here, <laughs> ruining my moment. I'm learning everything, <laughs> hearing these sounds. And yeah. I can see all the way across the lake. I can see the patterns on the cat all the way across the lake. Like I have like Superman vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not tripping because I'm like, I can just see it. I right. pick up a flower. I can see. It's almost like you have microscope vision. Yeah. As far yeah, yeah. as I wanted to see, I could keep seeing yeah. inside the flower. And I'm like, that's not tripping because afterwards I pulled out a magnifying glass to check. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and, uh, and what happened was that buzzing, I started walking up the hill. Storm came, water's gushing down the hillside. That buzzing was me being able to hear the power lines buzzing. Yeah. Yep. And when I stepped in the water that was flowing down the hill barefoot, it would go. Then I'd step out and go. Ee, 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 ee. Wow. The flowing water, when I would step into it barefoot, was increasing my antenna. Yeah, you were being a conductor. From wirelessly grabbing the freaking buzzing of the power lines. And I started tuning in and I could look at each individual transformer from however far away. And I could literally feel the frequency of the transformers and the power lines. The one that you're looking at. And that just happened. And I'm like, okay, this isn't tripping. This is me learning physics and being clean enough and pure enough and connected enough to understand what's going on. I was grounded. You know, I was clean. I wasn't all like right now I'm full of mucus. I'm like, ugh, I was (laughs) crazy all day. I was in trees all day with a freaking trimmer and like some, all these bushes. I can't even breathe right now. But. But like, seriously, I, that stuff right there is how when Topher Gardner talks about weather mod or these guys talk about this stuff, I'm like, I get it because mm-hmm. I understand frequency now. And it always ties in the old world with the bells, you know, right. Flagler donating that building. No, no, no. You can't have a bell. Sorry. You can't have a bell. I mean, everything gets so deep, even to the textile industry. You see these patterns? Yeah. yeah. Imagine these patterns, itty bitty bitty. Yeah. What if you had woven spirals like this, you know, like your DNA strands for your textiles as opposed to squared off blocks? Like we have brutalist architecture mm-hmm. or do we have arches, mm-hmm. right? arches mm-hmm. and spirals and all this, you know, Fibonacci sequence. Right. This stuff matters. They put us in a box. Yeah. They put us in boxes. Yep. What is the birth certificate? It's a box. Yeah. It's a paper. Yeah. It's a four corners, right? Yeah. Why, why Why? is it on bond paper? Why bond paper and not just regular old cheap paper? Why does that matter? It sure is thicker. You know, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you start thinking about yeah. everything. It's like, holy crap. 
why is gold and silver? So when I was tripping that day, I went back and I tried to do it again and it happened again. But this time I brought copper and zinc because I'm, you know, an avid TikToker yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you learn tricks on the, these apps. <laughs> as, as an adult, that it's just like, all right, I've got to try that. <laughs> just so happens, I did psilocybin for a year. Um, I did it very responsibly. I did some big trips, mild trips, and again, microdosing for learning. But a very important thing I learned was like holding copper in one hand and zinc in the other increased the entire circuit. Because wow. I was like, this guy's making a battery out of copper and zinc. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, what if I just hold it in my hand? So I would stand in that flowing water, and guess what? Copper and zinc made it even more. I'm like, gosh, I'm like, this is like the movie. This is like video games. It's like freaking, um, yeah. It, it's like all the movies, and you start thinking, you're like, oh my gosh, they're putting it right in our faces. Yeah, they are. And yep. you remember all the swords from video games? They would shoot like uh, sparks or like energy yeah, out yeah. of their swords. Well, imagine these swords with a crystal right here wrapped with what? What were they wrapped with? What was at the end? What were they made out of? And then you have all this lead armor, just ex extreme lead armor to the point where there's just a slit right here. What if that wasn't just for freaking arrows and sticks and stones? Yeah. Lead, yeah. lead paint on the walls? Right. Yeah. What yeah. if the whole old world, because to me, I'm like, wait a second. The old world was far more freaking advanced than we've been told and taught. What if that armor was for more scalar tech blocking? And that's how devastation has been happening for hundreds of years. Right. Well, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that they've reset society numerous times throughout history. Awesome. Numerous times throughout history. And, I mean, every once in a while there are pieces of artifacts that are left behind from those civilizations. Like our, our old buildings, our old architects. But for the most part, they start over. They wipe it all out and they start over. Yeah, yeah, and it's almost like if you ever look at how many things Tesla was inventing, just how many, it's like, well, what did he invent three things a day every day that month? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it seems as if, and there's a lot of different like speculation, imagine he was given a list from older patents from an older time. Mm -hmm. Here's a list, but you need to use them with these resources now because we're on U.S. Standard Oil now. We don't get to use wireless power induction you know, Henry Ford's first right. line of vehicles. You guys have seen the electric vehicle catalog. Yeah, yeah. His, mm -hmm. his wife had the 1,000-mile charge, 1,000-mile charge beating the most modern Tesla. Come on. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what I really think happened is he was given these and given the task of reinventing things. They're like, hey, this is what we need you to make with this. This is what you've got. Here's your resources. But they have to fit the new narrative. And I think... Because he was reinventing all these things, he was privy to old world archives and old world systems that right. made him, and he figured things out. He's like, oh, but they're not going to give him everything, right? They gave him just enough to where he figured out the secrets of the universe because <laughs> they probably didn't think he would, you know? What I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, shut up and do your job. Underestimated him. <laughs> you and your 369 nonsense. <laughs> We're going to tear that tower down. We see what you're doing now. Yeah, we don't like JP Morgan. We can't make money off of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, what you got next? I guess the one one thing that everybody talks about, and I would love to hear if you have a little more of a scientific um, edge to it, is chemtrails. 
Everyone talks about chemtrails. It seems like you're constantly seeing stuff in the sky. Like, what's your take on it? What is it all, you know, amalgamating to? Just yeah. curious. Well, I make a lot of posts on, on them because they do upset me because I see them pretty much almost every day now. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. 2020, 20, yeah, you guys are hit hard. Um, Matt from Cultivate Elevates in Arizona, so mm -hmm. he's he's posting regularly. Mm -hmm. You know, similar. To, he's like, see, look at this nonsense. This is what it looks like. But yeah, I make those posts all the time. I've seen so many freaking rainbows in the clouds, and no, I don't think it's because we're in a new sun. This, that, and the other. It's like you spill gas behind the boat in the yeah. river. Right. You yeah. see rainbows on it's, top yeah, of the water. It's the chemicals. But but you'll have Paul Delgado from Paul, Fox Thirteen. Look at this beautiful blah 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 prism. They name all the academic names. It's like I don't even want to give, I don't even want to give him credit for the name. I'm going to say him. So he's just going. Here's this that isn't it beautiful? And I'm just like, screw all of you. No, no, yeah. But don't get me wrong. The sun sets when you have a sky full of all of these metals from chem spraying all day. The yeah. metals seem to have this crazy reflection. So you'll have a gloomy weather modification chemtrail day where say it's just like this. Um, Jim Lee explains carbon black dust or black carbon where it's like soot in the clouds. To me, that's very different than the aluminum, strontium, barium, geoengineeringwatch.org. Uh, Dane, Wig Dane Wigington, how do I say his, I always say his name wrong. Um, geoengineeringwatch.org, but that's a different system. There's different systems of all these things happening. Right. They've been going on since the 50s. Yeah, There's yeah. plenty of FOIA, FOIA requests on climateviewer.com. You want to act like they don't exist, Anybody who thinks they don't exist, oh, you're a, you're a fighter pilot? Great. Go to climateviewer.com and read some FOIA requests. Okay? Then we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> you right, know? right. Here's some applications for cloud seeding in Texas in 2020 where they had excessive snow, a 500-year yeah. snowstorm, and here's 69 cloud seeding permit applications in that right. area that were never there before. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and here's a bunch of guys burning the snow and it burns brown, not clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we shared that video yeah. too. Oh, so yeah. you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The guy was sitting at a bar. He went outside, got a um, a snowball, came inside and burnt it. And it just, it burned like it was plastic. Yeah. It, it, it's, there's so many of those little videos that add up and everyone's like, oh yeah, it's because it's dirty. It's because of the smog and the, and the it's because of the smog from the cars. And it's like, Okay, well, how about this lady? The snow just fell on her car, and it looks like confetti. Okay, right. how about the one like this one looks like today's was what was it? Uh, uh, snow needles. Yeah, the it coconut like shavings. It yeah, looks like coconut shavings. I'm like, gosh, they get a new a new weather thing every day. How are they going to keep up with this academically? Like these kids, just like their tests are going to get longer and longer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just nobody looks at these things and thinks, ah, oh, this could be a problem. Yeah. Like, why is this happening? Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. normal day to day. Oh, the news said that it's just a, a different kind of storm. We haven't seen this right. one before. Yeah. I, I mean, I posted a video where the uh, news anchor is like bragging because she's a meteorologist. She brags. <laughs> then she brags about all the new cloud formations and like yeah. everybody just eats it up. It's sitting there watching the show. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like we've been telling you, they're going to start putting this in your kid's curriculum. Yep. Most right. cirrus clouds are man-made. Yep. <laughs> One more time. Most of these cirrus cloud formations <laughs> are man-made. <laughs> they have been for a long time. Yeah. And it's like, no meteorologist wants to hear that. No academic wants to hear that. Right. 
I love that you're passionate about what you do. I love that you understand the science and the physics of it. But when I watch it come out of the back of a plane and it stays there all day and it lingers and then it's in the water and then it's in the water table. And then we sometimes we even get, you know, when we collect our own evidence, I no longer care what you have to say. Right. I no longer care when I have it in my hand and I light it on fire. Yeah. And that came right out of the air. It didn't land on the ground. (laughs) I no longer need your academic uh, rebuttal. Now I can move on and be like, okay, what can (laughs) I do to try to help spread awareness, whether you believe it or not? Oh, but but they have peer review journals, so don't worry. Oh, the peer review journals. Peer review. (laughs) David E. Martin smokes peer review journals (laughs) better than everybody. We get that comment so much. Yeah, so much. Uh, um, Chemtrails, Ashley. It's there's different kinds. Mm-hmm. Not even like hidden, like right out in the open, Bill Gates. We're going to reflect the sun back. Mm-hmm. We're doing this. We have partners, commercial airlines. This is not hidden, guys. We're not talking conspiracy. This is them saying, this is what we're going to do. They said it before. This is what we're going to do. These are our partners now. Now we're doing it and we're saving the planet. And people still tell me that it doesn't, it's not real. It's not happening. I'm like, the guy is telling you he's doing it. (laughs) These are the people that are saying that they're involved in it. And this is how it works. And you're telling me that that's not happening. But when you look up and I can stare directly at the sun, like literally 60% of the time now, because there's a film always in between me and the sun in the sunshine state, it's kind of sucks. Like that, that's life. Yeah. We need the full light spectrum in our eyes. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to wear glasses because we've done everything wrong. Right. We're going to keep putting sunglasses on. I used to love sunglasses. I had cool sunglasses. <laughs> I don't wear them anymore. I bought so many cool sunglasses, sat and broke $100, oh, yeah. $150 sunglasses, sat on them. And, yeah. and now I look back, I'm like, dang it. It's like, it's like putting a weight belt on and never taking it off. Your mm-hmm. eyes... You know, you're stuck in that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are not only meant to see in distances, but we're supposed to be getting the full light spectrum. When your brain is comprehending that you're getting the full light spectrum, it's going to teach you what to do with it when it hits your skin. Your body's going to react. There's going to be a beautiful corresponding flow, and you're not going to just burn or bake the chemicals into your skin like sunscreens. Like, we have to understand how important that sunlight is. Mm-hmm. Right. They're blocking it out because of control. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Calendar, <laughs> calendars have been changed because of control. I'm sure you guys right. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. October, yeah, yeah, yeah. October yeah, yeah. is yeah, yeah. Not yeah. 10. Well, it's yeah. like it's like you got all these climate change people, right? And and I always tell them it's always about control. That's the whole point of it. I mean, they've been beating the climate change thing for decades upon decades upon decades. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is climate change, but they're the ones that are doing it. It's, it's, it's not like, oh, we're all going to die in 10 years. Like they always keep saying every Mm -hmm. 10 years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, but it's, it's all about control and it's, it's about like what we've been talking about. All this is in preparation for agenda 2030. It's all to get us ready for uh, the smart cities. It's all to get us ready for, um, everything being, uh, digital, everything being electronic. And so we have to, uh, use uh whatever system that they have built for us 
for the safety of us because we don't know how to take care of the planet. And that's their whole entire thing is you don't know how to take care of the planet. Here, we'll take care of everything. You just got to live in this city that everything's 15 minutes within a walk of where you live. Or even taking care of yourself. Now it's up to the government to have your health care figured out, to, you know, do your job, to universal income. Like everything is just control, control, control. And it's all connected. Yep. (laughs) It is all. <laughs> it's yeah. all, all weather, I mean, all of it. <laughs> you, you mentioned the smart cities, and you know we didn't exactly harp on land grabs, but <laughs> harp. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't harp on land grabs, but it plays a big role. And mm-hmm. contamination right. was part. Did you guys cover contamination? We did. Yeah. yeah. Rural, rural areas, things yeah. like that. They have yeah. a plan for cities. They have a plan for rural areas. Yeah. Isn't it funny? You know, Acapulco. You have these amazing coastline locations that are getting absolutely smashed. Right. And they're going to get bought up for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. People are going to leave these locations. There's an entire insurance racket to all of this as well. Yeah. They, people can't afford insurance in Florida. I'm telling you, my grandmother's was doubled. Like one of my, my, one of my grandmothers, she has money and she's like, mine doubled. And I thought to myself, if she didn't have money, like, Every other old lady in town can't handle a doubled homeowner's insurance. Right. Yeah. Double. And this is normal Florida now. People are leaving. I have customers. I do screen repair. I have a screen repair business. We have pool cages over mm-hmm. uh, pools in Florida because the bugs are so bad. Yeah. And I screen them. I rescreen them all the time. I've done that since I was young. I love doing it. I love being outside, being climbing on them and all that stuff. <laughs> literally, like, the. the my customers are leaving because they cannot afford homeowners insurance. I'm like, wait a second. They just got blasted with weather modification. We we've had crazy weird hail. So imagine these screens. They're you know what screens are? They're like a window screens. Yeah. yeah. Like fiberglass with paint on them. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. imagine that over these aluminum cages around these pools. We had literal weather modification random hail bursts the last couple of years because of all this stuff. You know, like a byproduct of silver iodide, for example, right. is snow right. and hail because the crystallization formation of silver iodide right. is almost identical to that of water. And so you get these fake snowflakes, you get it's a byproduct of doing it when you should, where you shouldn't. Right. And so we get nailed by hail. And I mean, I'm a screen repair man. My phone rang all day, every day because it's like, wait, hail in the middle of the summer. What's going on here? I was outside making a TikTok Instagram video, getting smacked in the middle of summer in Florida. I'm talking swamps, hot central Florida. Yeah. Getting nailed by hail in the middle of summer because it was this like ice cold flash storm yep. that came from spray. And my buddy lives on the coast and he's like headed your way today. They sprayed all over the coast this morning and I could see it. The grid just coming inland. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. Before we get off the uh, types of sprays, there's so many types, like reflecting the UV. You've got even a hurricane modification. You can spray oil slicks and an oil-based spray out in front of a hurricane to where oil lands on the surface of the water. And so when you have oil on the surface of the water, it actually chokes out the storm. So the storm will move away from it. It will steer it. And so there's... Those are called like oil So it's like slicks. a bumper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it takes away the, the fuel for the for the storm on the surface of the water. And and there's so many different types. Carbon black is different than the aluminum, strontium, barium. And then like 
there's some really messed up conspiracy stuff. I don't like to get too dark, but we all covered it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking mold spores. Like, there's been mold spores intentionally spray over people, and there's spoiler requests on those projects. Yes, they have project names. And people are like, there's a lot of military people that will kind of talk about, they, you can't use weather modification. All these countries, we can't use weather modification on each other. We've got treaties and all this and that. And I'm like, okay. First of all, you just call it something else. You use legalese yep. and right. you do it anyways. First of all, yep. it's done anyways. They right. just call it something else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like blocking out the sun is not war a form of warfare. Right. You block out the sun, my right. crops don't grow. You yep. just starve me out. That's right. a form of war warfare, dummy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like there's no more, there's nothing more to discuss. You take away the sun from me, we're at war. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. So you can't do that. It is completely legal jurisdictionally for our own government, the corporation in the United States that's located in a filing cabinet in D.C. to <laughs> spray its own citizens. Right. They can treat us like they do the military. People don't really understand that. Yeah. We have a lot of civil rights and these corporate bylaws. There's a lot of protections hidden in there. And no, I have not studied it. Yes, lawyers study all these corporate bylaws and civil stuff. But those aren't God-given, unalienable rights. Like, the United States of America was a company held in trust, in God we trust. We, the people, lived on the land. They were electors. They elected their representatives. They didn't vote for the president like a toilet seat kind of deal. Yeah. But the corporation and the military, they can treat citizens just like the military. You know how they force jab all of our military friends? Yeah, like, yeah. All of my friends are like experiments, freaking yeah. experiments. Yep. Oh, I got a good, I got a good spin. You guys are going to like on that, but like they don't have a choice. And the truth is, if you don't literally say no and just fight back physically, like be willing to lose your job and maybe a class action, or you can get in, you know, an appeal later on. If you don't say no right out of the gate, they have legal jurisdiction to jab you in a lot of cases. Like there was some legislation that came in 2020 where Ron DeSantis, he was doing all this amazing stuff for all of our rednecks and conservatives in Florida. Don't get me wrong. He was saying all the right things, telling everybody what they wanted to hear. And I was like, gosh, I'm lucky to be in Florida. But I saw one thing that gave the head of the Department of Health, Department of Health, ultimate authority. If they deemed you a threat to public health, they could use any means necessary to vaccinate you, put you in a camp, you know, quarantine you. It said any means necessary to gave one person the ultimate authority. And that is the same. You guys know this. I know you know this. That is the same tactic that who is using. Yeah. We had DeSantis, who, whether you can't stand him or whatever, you know, we had an amazing time in 2020 because we had him because we were up and running. Right. right. We were partying. The yeah. whole world right. was shut down. Florida was partying a lot. I right. mean, businesses got shut down for a brief period of time and people were wearing face diapers. I never did. I never, <laughs> I never skipped a beat. I wrote a song called Take Your Mask and Shove It that went viral. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but like that is some serious legislation that ties into all of this. And I don't think people realize it, it's war. Weather modification is war. And they have jurisdiction to do a lot of things people don't understand. If you're a U.S. citizen and you don't know how to protect yourself or defend yourself or you don't have the you know stones or the grit to just say no and be like, yeah, not happening. No, no, it's not happening. When the masses say no, that is the best revolt. Just be right. politely, peacefully yep. from right. your home, from your job. 
type in, I'm at my computer at my job. The boss says, okay, you're going to have to fire me. <laughs> that is so powerful. Imagine yeah. hundreds of millions yeah. of people doing that. You know, I'm good. Thanks. Yep. Yep. No, thanks. But That's they, peaceful. But right. they keep them too indoctrinated that no one ever really sees what, what the truth well, they're is. they're terrified. They keep people in fear yep. constantly. <laughs> they're incentivized and they keep terrified their jobs. Yep. So we all have bills. People love their things. People like their nice stuff. I like some, I have some nice things too, but like I live in a bar now. I changed my whole lifestyle. I'm trying to be more like, like literally you see this, there's yeah. a screen. <laughs> I'm under a pole barn and my living quarters is 560 square feet made like a house yeah. right in front of me. But like, this is my living room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, it's really hard to let go of the stuff that enslaves us, but right. we yeah. can do it. And it starts by being at your job and saying no, but like maybe getting everybody at your job before you can say no, maybe right. get everybody to say, Hey, do you think those look like real clouds while everybody's on break? Right. <laughs> right. 50 people are looking at some nonsense. 50, 20 of them are probably going to from that day forward be like, Oh yeah, that wasn't normal. that helps the fight because the awareness is a big deal there's a level of you i know you know i've listened enough to you guys you guys understand the metaphysical the spiritual side of things where consent comes into play right Mm -hmm. and so just like they didn't hold anybody down and jab our Mm -hmm. friends and family voluntarily did it you know via job threats jobs mainly job security and money and incentivizing travel point of travel hamburgers fries hey they needed those free fries man they needed those free those, fries those videos looking back now are so creepy guys <laughs> like eat the fries right. it's so creepy come get jabbed <laughs> what world like, oh yeah oh. You can learn so much being a conspiracy theorist. It's oh, so yeah. much better than going to school. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was actually, I to kind of wrap things up here, you know, we're talking about bigger picture is doing this for our littles, you know? Right. Yeah. What, yeah. like, have you kind of thought about what you're going to do in terms of, like, educating, you know, your baby when time comes? Like, how much do you tell them? Do they go to, you know, traditional school? Are you homeschooling? Like, have you thought about that yet? Yeah, so I think it's pretty clear that I'm an extremist when it comes to this. And like, I'm a, I'm a hard no. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm so far in, you can't go back. Once you yeah. know enough, it's going to be really hard for me to just allow certain things. Yeah. Like, you know, even if, even if my friend's baby's head is next to a power outlet, my kid's head is not going to be next to the power outlet because of all the tests I've done. Mm-hmm. And right. so it starts there. Then it turns into no earbuds. Right. Mm-hmm. This is measuring. This is measuring brain activity. You know, there's a reason LeBron James had an issue here, and it's not from osmosis. You know, he, Samsung paid a lot to LeBron James for what happened around this area wow. for a reason. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to this stuff that that's going to tie into one different thing. And I, I'm glad you asked that because it's one of the main reasons that sent me so passionately learning as fast mm-hmm. as I could. We've reached the point where we moved a little bit north from where I traditionally live. Zephyr Hills bottled water. You ever had that bottled water? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It comes from a spring. It's really it used to be some of the best water in the world. Came from a spring where I live, a Florida spring, beautiful Florida spring. Bottled water. Nestle bought them out. Now it's crap. 
Um, but anyways, we moved north. We changed the way we live um, to the point where our work is different. I work for cash a lot. I love cash because even though I know cash is debt notes, I work very hard labor wise mm-hmm. and I do the screen stuff. And like today I was doing other stuff and I'm gaining skills to where I want to keep cycling cash locally and be what I believe in. It's our last thing we have. Cash is the last thing we have. Right. Once it's all digital, the surveillance is there. We're done. Right. Right. And so I'm like, dang, you know, it's extremely inconvenient, but I will drive back to my customer to go get cash. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's inconvenient, some customers think it's annoying. I said, you know what, guys, uh, if it's that important to you, I will add another $50 onto the bill and you can write me a check. Right. How's that? Because I know how to mitigate it too, though, when it comes to taxations. I'm pretty good with the legal stuff and I know what buttons to push and how to, yeah. you know, but I, I think honestly, we're, we're obviously not going to do public school. There's no way these indoctrination camps, there's no way. Right. Um, but the problem is, you know, we we tried to have a home birth. We tried to have a through and through home birth. I mean, what, I'm talking, you're looking at the midwife, kind of. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, man. Little tough. Don't want to don't want to tell too much, but after yeah. sixty hours, we threw the towel. Oh wow! And, it, wow. and I'm not saying it was dangerous, but what I'm saying is, at 48 hours, we threw the organic towel, and at the house ended up in a hospital ended up having it uh, uh, she kept going and going there was wow. no issues no issues no one would believe that but trust me we studied our butts off yeah we're not slouches when it comes to physics or health or safety and all that right. stuff um so we had the hospital birth certificate process i know what this entails i now know my child being bonded and insured with a birth certificate and yeah. it being from that i know what that means so yeah. right. i know the consequences of being a rebel parent now. So now it's not just me, hot dog in my truck, running my mouth on Instagram. Now I'm still doing this with a little one. And now it's like, okay, you know, at what point is something going to be digitally tracked where it's like, okay, we have a birth certificate here and it's never been enrolled in school. So we're going to start sending, you know, here comes CPS. Yeah, exactly. So that stuff I do believe is going to come. I am willing to, do as much as possible. I've already thought of those scenarios. Every scenario I've already thought of long yeah. ahead. It's just kind of how I'm wound up tonight just talking about this stuff. I love talking. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> of course. I'm wound up right now just thinking about it. Yeah. And it's like, I've already thought of the scenarios. I have my lines in the sand drawn with a few things. And I'm not talking crazy, but like I have physical boundaries that won't be crossed. And I have no problem being like, Tell my kid who I was. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. 2020 was almost there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. People mm-hmm. were voluntarily yeah. going and getting stab juice. Yeah. But right. I can see, like, children not having the choice. Right. right. They have the legal jurisdiction to take your kids from a school and inject them with whatever they want without telling you. Yep. You, know, you right. guys know that? Yeah. Yep. So if your kid's at school because you're like, you know, I want them to be socialized. I want this and that and the other. Just remember, they have the legal jurisdiction to do that, and they were doing that in locations all around the country already. Yeah, there's one in Ohio that I read about. So to ignore it is kind of silly. So it's a catch-22, Ashley. When Mm -hmm. it comes to the kids, um, there's a guy that was involved with these 
wonderful people I go live with on TikTok a lot. And this young guy is similar age. I'm 35. I think he's close to the same age. And he's got like something bears. It's like a, imagine like the sovereign Berenstein bears kids books. He started a children book line. That's all conspiracy and teaching the truth wow. about money and everything. It's called, um, you guys should have him on. Yeah. He's, he's high caliber. He's a really, really cool guy. I've never, honestly, I've never talked to him, but my direct friends have had him on live and I couldn't make it that night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he, he has a book line that's all for teaching children. And I've already been asked, and my wife has been asked to do homeschool groups. I believe I'm going to do homeschool groups. We're already growing food here. Right. I, was on 13 acre, I was on 13 acres up the road on a lake that a guy is going to let me manage. And he goes, if you can grow food, make money on it, do it. It's unusable land and I just don't want, I bought it because I don't want neighbors. And he really likes me. I'm like, well, dang, you know, maybe it's time for me to no longer use, like I used to draw an AutoCAD, you know, you know, maybe it's time to have a more practical skill and use a land resource and do the things I truly believe in. Clean air, clean water, clean food, high quality food have my devices but like i'm out here i understand my wi-fi fields i understand my little area very well gotta find the balance you don't i don't want to be end up in prison i want to be there for my kid i don't want my kid to have a terrible life we've got to find the balance have you ever seen the movie captain fantastic no no (laughs) there may be some religious parts that upset you but it's essentially it's this family that raises their kids in the woods Huh. And you'll know the main actor and a couple characters, the kids. He raises them in the woods because, of, you know, it's like the mentality of the stuff that I've learned. I'm very extreme now. Like, I only want to eat out of my yard and, like, I don't want to I don't want to engage in society. Yeah. You should be able to tell me I can't put a shed in my backyard. They have this bus. They have these houses in these gorgeous woods. They train. They educate. When I say they train, the children are trained. They get, like, knives for their birthday. You know, little kids, they, you know, they clean animals, they educate their, they're so far educated beyond, you know, the average kid. And like, they're out in these woods and then something happens and someone gets hurt and they have to go into town and then they take the kids, the grandparents take the kids. But when they're visiting family, these kids are like so far advanced compared to these city slicker kids that are like goobers. And it's like, it's very, it's emphasized in the movie, but it shows the contrast of exactly what we're talking about. about. Mm -hmm. That's what that movie is really about. And the end of the movie to me truly is the balance. They show what the balance is. And Captain Fantastic was a great representation, I think, of exactly what you just asked, as well as the kid that has the children's books that's literally just explaining all the nonsense. Yeah. 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 Well, you're—I mean, you're already taking the first steps, man, to be completely uh, independent of of the system and and everything else. We talk about all the time how we just want to buy a bunch of land in the middle of nowhere and build a commune and then just, <laughs> parents here, yeah. other go, parents yeah, there. Yeah, just go off grid. Yeah. yeah, they they keep those stories and all the best communities. There's a lot of documentaries on those communities that's kind of kept un- swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, it's out there. It's a big deal, but you always got to remember jurisdiction underneath my phone. If it wasn't balancing on it, I have my land patents from the 1850s. So oh, wow. I'm trying to figure out how to use them. The land law examiner 
from the Bureau of Land Management for the Eastern States. I have a signed and sealed here. Actually, I'll just show you guys. You guys need to see this. It's important. Yeah. Because you guys just said this. And, you know, it's a good closer if you guys need to close and whatnot. Yeah. I think you'll really appreciate this. I got into all that crazy stuff, sovereignty, banking. It's like, and at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I need to get a trust. Like all of the elites and all of these right. world, we've always done, you got to have a trust being passed down. Trust has, you can't touch a trust, things like that. And this was the book, What You Need to Know About Land Patents. It's by Ron Gibson. People are not very excess, successful at expressing these, but we're not far off at all because I know people that have done it successfully, but it's very hard and they had a lot of resources and time that I don't have. This looks like some silly thing printed, right? Just it's 1850s letters, the United States of America. And this isn't the corporation that's in the filing cabinet. What I want you guys to see is a raised seal. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I have it. a raised, there's a raised seal right here. Bureau of Land Management, Eastern States, Virginia, blah, blah, blah. And it's signed by the land law examiner. And what most people don't understand is that if you want to have that commune, in order to have jurisdiction, you have to have higher title or they're just going to come shut your freaking commune down. <laughs> wow. Been going on ever since everybody's trying to have their communes. You're not going to have a real commune unless you just make it and you're under the radar and you don't stir up any trouble. Don't be any right. hornet's nest at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. right. And you might make it a while, you know, without any you know, problems. Intervention. And then they're going to take one thing from you and you're just going to be loot. You'll lose your water rights and then you'll lose your, you can't, then they'll shut your cattle down or whatever. Right. Wow. The reason I have this is because this isn't a land grant or a land patent. Usually it looks different and there's numbers on it and they were from King George. But if you have one of these and you know how to express them, you know how to properly serve, publicly publish and file them, properly serve via registered mail, not certified, registered is private. That's the postal system Benjamin Franklin set up. Properly serve, publicly publish, meaning bulletin boards. Those bulletin boards in front of all of these public buildings, they yeah. matter. They mean something in the private and in, in the land of trust. That's publicly publishing. And you can publish things electronically now, newspapers, things like that. I have to publish this. And then you have to file. File would be filing a case or recording it at the recorder's office on the land. You're recording this. So this is actually called a letters patent. All of the swamp lands in the 1850s were the first. All right, so King George had a problem. King George, you had to own land to be an elector. What was happening? All of, all of the bankers, all of the plantation owners were the electors. All right, so elect your representatives. If you didn't own land, you couldn't elect. Period. Right. So now we have people that are fighting back, doing, they're like, no, we're going to rebel. We're going to revolt. This is revolutionary type stuff. We want to elect. King George had to get rid of the Indians as well. They had treaties on this land. So sad story started moving the Indians, putting them in a corner. They already kicked them off their lands via force. And, but they were living following these Buffalo herds. All the natives would follow these Buffalo herds and they could live fully off of the buffalo herds, 
nose to tail for food, shelter, clothing, all that stuff. So what did the United States government do? They killed over 30 million buffalo. Mm -hmm. So the natives had nowhere to go now and no way to survive. Mm -hmm. And then forced them onto their reservations. Yep. They forced them into contracts. Yep. Yep. That's yep. what we do with them. They forced me into that contract at the hospital. I didn't want it. Right. I was That's fraud, medicine, duress. I was under duress. I did not want to sign that. Yeah. I would not want to do that. But you need to know that backstory because after that happened with the Indians, King George was going to give away the wastelands. This is how he was going to, you know, get these people to become electors, get them to calm down. It's because it's expensive. It's problematic. You have all these people that are going to destroy everything he's trying to control out there. <laughs> the land grants and land patents allowed people to become electors. And the first lands that he signed over to everyday people where you could apply for were the swamp lands, these unusable lands. So from like Louisiana all the way to Georgia down into Florida, they had these swamp patents. They were called letters patents. And mine signed from Franklin Pierce. 1856, and it literally says these letters to be made patent and the seal of the general land office to be hereunto, blah, 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 affixed. And it says, be simple title affixed to be made patent in perpetuity forever. These words are very important. I have them highlighted. So if I ever want to actually submit this in a case as evidence, I can go to the tax assessors. When I go to that tax assessors after I filed my case, I can legally force them to change my land from real estate to private property. That is everything. Huh. Now that you've changed the title from real estate to private property because this is a lodial title. Right. This is a higher title treaty. This is a this is a title protected by treaty law. This is up here constitutional contracts, our constitution, statutes, codes, ordinances and all those stupid little Warranty deeds, mm-hmm. warranty. Those are certificates of title. Here's this title, if you know how to use it, is up here. Here's a warranty deed. Warranty deed is a, isn't even a title. It's a certificate of title. Acceptance of a warrant, warranty deed. It's all maritime jurisdiction. You don't own your land. You rent it. You're a tenant. Yeah. So yeah. you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. It's real estate. If you can change your tax status from real estate to private property, Yes, I've got four of these bad boys. Yes, I know how to do it. <laughs> no, I don't want the attention for 1.25 acres. Right? right. But if I get 13 acres on a lake, right. a trust, and I can, and it's already got water and electric out there, yeah. and all my boys work at the local electric company, yeah. <laughs> I can have a commune in no time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you see how important what I just shared with you? If yeah. everybody wants to do it until you spend your life's work and your life's fortune to do that. And all these people do this stuff, and the local county ordinances and co- building code and the counties, they come and they ruin everything. Yeah. So we've got to learn. And so ultimately, the most important thing that you guys are ever going to see that I really want to do eventually is express land patents and land grants and have higher titles held in trust. Yeah. So you can't tell me if you can't tell me I, I can grow pot out there if I want. Right. <laughs> I can tap into this aquifer and I can pump water like Nestle and sell bottled water if I want on my land. I don't need a water use permit (laughs) because you can't even, jurisdictionally, you can't even walk across the land. You can't even step on it. And and it it really is like that. The guy that teaches that stuff taught uh, taught the miners out in Oregon. The guy that wrote this book, 
he would teach the miners out in Oregon. He's a constitutional law professor how to claim their lands in this manner so they could have mineral rights to mine on their own property that was being stolen from them. Wow. Wow. Deep stuff, right? That's end game right there, yeah. <laughs> Private I property. Skip all the bullshit. Right, right. Property so you can be left alone. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's the goal. You can figure out how to travel. Remember, you guys have seen the right to travel. So, yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. It's true. It's true. I know people that it seems like a miserable lifestyle. But say you learn your land, you get your commune, you do everything we just went over. Then you learn how to travel accordingly. I have a buddy that does it and he sued he sued the police station the sheriffs and won afterwards yeah he had to sit in the tank yes it was miserable he has money he did he was he did it out of spite and as a learning process and he got a decent he won a decent case right himself and i'm like dang dude if that's how this really worked but it's it was way hard and he it took two years to beat one kid. Yeah, sounds about right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you learn how to travel, so say you have that, yeah. then you learn how to travel in your private capacity to, in private property, not engaged in commerce from point A to point B. Yeah. Now you have a commune and you can travel. Yeah. So it's a big deal. Well, but it's so far-fetched and so freaking hard. It's like, can I just wake up and have a cup of coffee and have a good day? <laughs> <laughs> It's just everything, like, it's doom and gloom. Everyone says it's spooky season. Like, every day is spooky season. There's always some stuff hitting the fan. Um, It's exhausting, but, like, we have to keep doing it for our kids, ultimately, at the end of the day. Like, if there's going to be anything left past the next five years, anyways. (laughs) But um, There will be. There will be as long as, like, we talk like this. Mm -hmm. We share all this stuff. And we, I truly believe, looking at you guys, it's our generation. Absolutely. It's going to make the change. Because we're the first generation, like, I'm 35. How old are you guys? She's 28. I'm 38. I'm 29. All right, you're 38, 28, 38. <laughs> I'm so 29. So this is a, this is a generation where we had the internet brought to us, showed up. Right. Yep. So we have this gap. It is our generation that's learned to say no, that really right. woke up. The baby boomers did not wake up. Right. Not even. Mm-hmm. Our generation was the first generation to catch it, I think. I'm looking at it. You yeah. Know, we see it. It's like, yeah. all right, not only did we catch it, but like, no, I'm not going to go work for 14 bucks an hour. No, there's no incentive to work. Right. They don't leave their mom's basement because of inflation. <laughs> It, it takes four times as much work to pay for the same thing you bought in 1975. Yeah. Right. You right. know, it's like yeah. we we learned that and they're like, what is wrong with them? Nothing. They understand there's no incentive. Right. They're going where something makes sense. Right. right. We're trying to make our own sense of things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Instead well, of the circuit. Well, and, and, and like you were just saying, I mean, I've seen so many different, um, you know, people talking about, you know, boomers or, or even Gen X talking about, you know, why are millennials and why is Gen Z so lazy and why can't they do anything? And well, first of all, Gen Z, I mean, <laughs> I think. Don't loop I, us in with Gen Z ever. I think, <laughs> I think uh, you know, the, the Tide Pod generation. I'm just on the cusp um, of millennial and I'm like holding on. Right. But, um, <laughs> okay. but, but we didn't have the opportunities available to us like yeah. the previous uh, generations yeah. did. Not even close. You know, um, at one point, I mean, they were able to afford a house with a single income household, raise right. a family and now you need both people to work and you're still paycheck to paycheck. 
I mean, it, it's absolutely insane, but it's because it's the whole imprisonment of it, right? It's the whole financial prison of it. Yeah. You're, we're yeah. all stuck in this rat race and it's just a constant struggle to stay ahead of that next you know, big thing that's going to cost you a lot of money that you don't see out of nowhere, whether, you know, it's a water heater that breaks or your air conditioning goes out, you know, something happens that all of a sudden now you got to shell out five, six grand to fix or right. right and, and, and now you're stuck back at having nothing again. <laughs> right. Right. We, we chose breastfeeding and she's still breastfeeding. Yeah. She's at home, not working single family yeah we had to change everything just yeah. we don't go out to eat like yeah we don't go out to eat anymore we don't go on vacations but our life is pretty awesome it's like living right. in an airbnb and it's like wait a second right. we didn't build that four hundred twenty-five thousand dollar house that we had plans for in the middle of this yard we've got this barn <laughs> in the back of the lot and we're so glad we did it right. because no one can tell us what to do. And right. I'm not a slave to a job that I could say, right. you know, that I could say bye to. You know? right. right. If I had that mortgage, I don't yeah. have a mortgage. If I had that mortgage, hey. a big old house right <laughs> out there, I would be, I would be like scary stuff yeah. with her breastfeeding. And so it's like, you know, we sacrifice a lot, but in the end, once you get used to it, it's like, holy crap, I didn't need all that. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I didn't need yeah. Well, and that's, and that's like we keep saying, that's our whole end goal is just that financial freedom, that being that self-dependent where we get to grow all of our own stuff. We can grow our own food. We have a chicken farm in the backyard. You <laughs> I know? can homeschool kids. Right, whole thing. right, yeah. exactly. Yes, and yes. so that's, that's the whole end goal. And I think especially our generation, that's the new goal, right? Yeah, that's the new is. American dream is to get away from all of it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Stay in the country, but just get away from all the madness and the rat race and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Because that, it's never ending. That's yeah. what we did. Yeah. I mean, there's chickens right there. I didn't yeah. grow up with chickens. I grew up swinging baseball bats and playing soccer. <laughs> right. and, like, yeah. Like, yeah, me I too. I got chickens in my backyard. I pick, I forage citrus for fun. It's right. fun family outing. Yeah. Right. I go to all these woods. I'm like, wait a second. There's freaking tangerines everywhere yeah. right where I'm right. You know, but right. like, growing <laughs> That's so By cool. the way, there's so many freaking tricks to growing food. I feel like everybody yeah. does it so hard. It's like, I'm like, why does everybody grow everything that you have to keep replanting? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, just put a bush in the ground and it's there all forever. Right. Like, yeah. And it's the same thing. I'm, I'm so confused at like why people, I got to have my collards. I got to have my lettuces. I'm like, no, then you got to go plant it right after you pick it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I make a giant bowl of salad from the water comes off the barn, falls down. And I can pick longevity or Okinawan spinach. They're these big bushes. Yeah. And keep growing back daily. Mm -hmm. I go out there and pick a whole bowl full of it or like soak it in broth, make a soup out of it. And it's still there. I don't have to regrow it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't understand the whole, I don't know, sorry, lettuce can be pretty and profitable. <laughs> I don't have time to do that. <laughs> this is smarter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's like Smarter, us. Not yeah, that's like us. We planted uh, some citrus trees in the backyard just to have something going. Yeah, just yeah. to have something going. They're not. They're not fruiting it? yet, but yeah. Oh yeah, it takes freaking forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. First year they sleep. This is first year they sleep. Second year they creep the roots. Third year they leap. No. Maybe. Oh, uh, we're we're six months in. So. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. I'm like, we've only been together a year and a half. You can only accomplish so much at one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, that's great. 
Yeah, I'm just so good to talk to you and to get your perspective on everything because I yeah, think so you're very much, much living a life that we look forward yeah. to doing ourselves. And it's yeah. just inspirational to see you doing it and to hear all right. of your knowledge. It's just it's doable. Okay. You know so much. You guys, you guys can do it because you already know so much. When you know so much, right. you'll immediately have the passion to be like, okay, this isn't that bad because it matters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Like, ew, icky bugs, ew, dirty chicken poop. Like, my wife doesn't want to touch the chicken poop, and I don't blame her, but I'm like, oh, it's worth it because, like, food costs, like, there's so many eggs. Like, right. I, I, you got, I know you guys yeah. do it, and you'd end up loving it, and people yeah. develop systems. <laughs> I would do it organized OCD like yeah. they make uh-huh. the best farmers in permaculture you know people techies make great freaking yeah. permaculture people by the way I'm noticing this huh. I'm like because <laughs> they, they create systems they yeah. create little circuits right. in their yard they they it, it's How funny. whatever their desk looks like their freaking gardens end up looking like yeah. like, <laughs> I see and then I'm like dang I gotta go clean my room that's <laughs> I love it. Love it. Well, Spencer, yes. And where can people find you? What are your handles so they know mm-hmm. where to go? Uh, uh, on TikTok, I've almost got a hundred thousand uh, followers on TikTok, which will be cool. Can she like make tips or something there uh, at a hundred thousand? I think so. you can accept gifts, which are okay. like payment. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun because yeah. like, I've spent so much time there, and like, yeah, yeah. As you guys know. I've got things I got to tend to. I'm a one man show. Right. Truck full of tools. Like I'm just trying to learn it. Get out there. <laughs> I'm just trying to make cash and like make this actual dream happen. Right. And so I do get on TikTok. Spencer from Florida. S P E N S E R from Florida. There's like 94 or 95,000 followers there right now. That's awesome. where I spend a lot of time in Instagram. Spencer dot bar. S P E N S E R dot B A H R. So, Instagram and TikTok, people can find me. I do do podcasts with Dr. Narco Longo with Old World Florida a lot. He's super popular. He's really, he's a talented, talented guy. I, I really appreciate him in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. gosh, he could go a whole different direction than I hope I could. <laughs> but uh, I'm there a lot as well. People are like, hey, I saw you on Old World Florida at the grocery store. And I'm like, oh, shit. What is, like, how bad was last Which time? episode? <laughs> Sometimes these young guns, they'll say whatever they want. It can oh, yeah. get raunchy and I'm, it's not raunchy isn't my style. Like, right. I like this. I like this. Right. Can, but like, I don't know. You yeah. know, I'll talk to anybody. I'll yeah. talk to anybody usually as long as they're not mean or nasty. And yeah. thank right. you guys for talking to me. I've been I've been looking forward to seeing you guys. Love your color schemes. I like your voices. <laughs> your audio is great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your voices that. are also enjoyable to listen to. Oh, we Good appreciate to know. that. <laughs> After the editing soothing for voices. Hours, you're like, oh, my voice. <laughs> well, maybe it's because of all the editing too, but you guys yeah. like his your voice and your voice, they complement each other. Mm. They're so yeah. different, mm-hmm. but they complement each other mm-hmm. in a way that it's actually it's very pleasant. You guys yeah. are really good. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, thank you. Our God given voices. Yep. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> well, thank you, Spencer, so much. Thank you, Spencer. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Okay. We are back. We are back. <laughs> How did y'all like the siege of information? <laughs> yeah, there was call a it. lot. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the stuff, like I knew what he was talking about, but then there was other stuff where like I didn't know. It was way deeper than any level that I've gone <laughs> on that topic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you but know, it might... still clicks. Yeah. Well, and that's what I mean. He put it all out in layman's terms yeah, where yeah. It's, it's easy to understand. And right. if you don't understand, it's easy to look up. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
and yeah. gave some great sources. Yeah. I just think he's a plethora yeah. of knowledge. So yeah, we'll he's, put all of. He's kind of living like kind of the life we want to be I living. I know. <laughs> I was like, dude's an inspiration. Like I know. you know, and just so humble about it. So it was really great to talk with him and we are looking forward to doing more collaborations throughout the year like we talked about so really cool stuff i'll leave all of his links to his social media in the bio here or the description description yeah so you can go follow him um my favorite is the way he intros the videos yeah hey guys spencer from florida yeah i love it every time (laughs) well then how he entered ours great branding but what a wonderful guy and what a great conversation i just kind of forget what it's like to talk with people for that long like that's not a thing that you really do much anymore you know well like i mean we literally could have stayed on the phone with him for like 10 hours we were on the phone with him before we even started and he was talking about all this stuff and tabas was like okay hold on hold on i was like hold on dude (laughs) let us send you the video (laughs) we gotta record this we gotta get this all on camera (laughs) (laughs) i was like this is gold hold on yeah yeah So awesome stuff. And yeah, um, next up, we are going to be talking about. Man, we are going to be talking about (laughs) Internet of Bodies, digital currency and. um, Vaccines. Vaccines. The mRNA vaccines. Just vaccines. Vaccines. In general. I guess. Yeah. I mean, vaccines as a whole are bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't know what the Internet of Bodies is, man, is that a rabbit hole? Yeah. Um, look into that a little bit. Uh, we talked about it in. Was it you're being brainwashed? We talked about it in one of them. I'm gonna look right now to reference. Uh, hi there. Hi that there. Video. Yeah. Yeah, we did put that in there yeah. somewhere. Okay, let me go back and see. We talked about that in transhumanism it was transhumanism that's what it was yeah yeah so we have an episode i'll link um in the description as well called transhumanism and it talks about neuralink from elon musk 10 right we that's episode 10 that is episode 10 yep yeah um we talk a little bit about internet of bodies and other my favorite episodes breakthroughs Yeah, well, because when we heard about this at first, we were like, <gasps> "Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's a, well, kind of like Spencer did tonight. Like it connected a lot of dots. Yeah, yeah. Like there was a lot of stuff that I already thought, like, okay, well, how are they going to do this? How are they going to do right. that? Right. And why is this important? Man, that that little rabbit hole uh, gives you a lot of information. So yeah. we're going to touch base a little bit more on that, but how yeah, it has how it to do in. with everything moving forward. With the uh, Agenda 2030 mm-hmm. agenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> agenda 2030 agenda. <laughs> <laughs> we have reached the end of the night, ladies and gents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Words aren't coming anymore. But, yeah. yes, we're very excited for that. So we'll see you all soon. Um, before the wedding, we'll have it out. Uh, which one? Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, this <laughs> one will pledge. probably be out, what, Thursday or Friday this week? We'll, we'll make announcements. We'll I don't know. I mean, it's not like they, they'll know until this is released. And they I'm probably just going to cut this part out anyways. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on socials. Per usual, yeah. always have those linked below. We are starting a revolution here, so get involved. Revolution of the mind, right? A revolution of the let, mind. Let people become free thinkers, breaking people away. Yep. You know. 
Uh, hey, and go check out some merch. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to plug the merch. Oh, be your we, local hey, truth dealer, baby. Should we do a code? We'll do a code. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's um, going to be our new thing. If you make it to the end of the episode, and we'll have to scatter it around because people will start to catch on and just flip to the end. Yeah. But we're going to start putting a promo code in all of our episodes that you can use on the website for merchandise. Uh, let's do Spencer. Yeah. We'll do Spencer as the promo code yes. for this one. 25% Spencer. off. All yeah. caps, Spencer with S-P-E-N-S-E-R. an S. S-P-E-N-S-E-R. Yes. Yeah. That'll be our code. Yeah, we'll put it in there. 25% yep. off entire store. Yeah. Yeah. Just put that little code in at checkout. Get yourself <laughs> some money off. You know, and every dollar counts in this economy, you know, because Bidenomics and, and at work. Yeah. I miss Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Hey, he's talking about bringing a $2 gas back and, and getting uh, rid of no the income tax. Income tax. Yeah. Amen. That is my yeah. vote right there. Yeah. We wouldn't need no all these. income tax. Yeah, we don't need extra, like, yeah. surplus money or anything if you just give us the money that we yeah. make by working. Right. I think I paid, like, 20 grand in taxes, yeah. just federal, last year. Yes. Imagine if we both, if we got 40 grand back. Yeah. That's life-changing money. <laughs> for a year, at least. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. all... Everybody pray that Donald Trump gets into office. So go get you some merch and be a part of the Anti-Woke Society. Be a local truth dealer with us. Um, Let people know they're a pawn in the game they know nothing about. Yes, exactly. We live in this stuff. It's very cozy and comfy. And washes well, too. I sport it everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah. You get a sweatshirt, though, make sure to tie these into a thicker knot because they love to go inside the hood. You know, people come up and be like, hey, I like the hoodie. And I'm like, hey, thanks. Untetheredmindsmedia.com slash store. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching. We are going to go for listening, not watching. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we really need to go. We're getting tired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. We will talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.